1859. A call sounds in the ether, reaching the ears of several unfortunate souls looking for a new start. They gather in Green River and set off with a guide for their new lives in Escalante, but secrets and dangers lie in the ever-shifting desert sands. Featuring several delightful members of the Penance RPG crew, Shiraz as Tatanka, Susie as Samantha Green, Wednesday as Mustang Sally, and Tano as Dr. Irving Jensen. Before we get started, I'm going to have you guys go in the same order that you just counted and uh, describe your character, like how they physically look and who they are. Right. I guess I'm first. So I'm Tono, and I play Dr. Irving Jensen, who is a 29-year-old doctor from the New England area who's now traveled westwards. He's of average height. He's got a slight paunch, but otherwise slim across shoulder and hip with some dirty blonde hair that is thinning and might already be balding. And he has a slight limp when he walks. Hi, I'm Susie. I'm playing Sam Green, or Samantha Green. Um, She's 24 years old. She grew up on her parents' ranch in Texas. Um, and she's now of an age where she feels she needs to get out there and experience other ways of doing things. Um, and she set off with her good old mare Flame and with her grandfather Stetson. Um, she's following a job looking for Sonny Thompson. Um, and she's about five foot five. She's an average build. She's a working girl. She's pretty strong. Um, and she's got long dark hair in a plait. She, yeah, she looks like a cowgirl. She's got the chaps, the shirt, a jacket, the rifle, the saddle, the horse, you know. Yeah. And what does Flame look like? Um, Flame is 15 hands high. Um, she's dark bay, so that's like a sort of dark brown with a black mane and tail. She's got a white star, which is a white sort of triangle on her forehead and a little white dot on her nose. And she is a grumpy old horse and will probably try and bite you. <laughs> but if you've got something sweet in your pocket, she'll, she'll probably warm up to you eventually. But she's a, a good old working horse, knows how to look after her, her mammy. <laughs> All right, Wednesday. Hi, I'm Wednesday and my character's name is Mustang Sally. <laughs> um, so she may or may not be an outlaw. She is 23 and she is a petite blonde with freckles on her nose and shoulders. The reason you can see the freckles on her shoulder because aside from, well, she dresses like a man, but she tears all the shoulders off her shirts um, because she thinks it makes her look cool. She's also quite (laughs) lean, um, dexterous, flexible, and quick. She also has a horse whom she calls Jack. And what does this horse look like? Jack is a grey, so he's incredibly beautiful. He's a stallion, but he's also quite... um, Mustang Sally has some problems handling Jack sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) We can go into why later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's me. 
And Shiraz, your turn. Hello, uh, I'm Shiraz, and I am playing a, the native trader known as Titonka. Titonka is actually, I actually searched for the meaning of this name, and it means he who talks too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, true, to, true to his name, Titonka started talking and never stopped. In fact, it's hard to get him to shut up. Um, served him well in his life as a trader. He wanders uh, the West, you know, trading with different tribes and with uh, the settlers alike. Um, he's got shoulder health, shoulder length hair, and he ties it in a ponytail. He tries to dress like uh, people in the cities would, what he thinks is, you know, city clothing. So he tries to, like, you know, wear a leather jacket and, like, kind of uh, denims, overalls, and carries a huge rucksack with him. Um, however, he always has his, uh, he has this little uh, necklace on display with a lot of charms on it. He's a deeply superstitious man, uh, believes most of his tribe's teachings, and uh, he definitely like uh, definitely has the gift of gab. Um, he doesn't have a horse, I think. He just walks around everywhere he can, uh, preferring to like grab a lift and chew someone's ear off, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> Um, our physician Irving also does not currently have a horse, but um, in heading out this way, he arranged for a guide to meet at the stables. Just so you know, I think, I think we all meet at the stable. Some of you do, and some of you don't. You guys kind of shook things up, which was really great, and I love that. Oh. Um, so we're slight, we're starting slightly differently than the other groups have, which I I love. Every time I get to do some of these uh, character sheets, I'm always surprised and delighted at how I'm going to have to tweak things. And that's exactly what this was for. That was very babbly. Um, okay, so we're just going to kick off then. A train whistle, hollow and tinny, signals the slowing of a train. It's a bright, warm spring day in 1859, and the train crosses the river and comes to a stop near the center of a modest but solid town. Green River, according to the sign at the train depot. A cowgirl steps down from the train and fetches her horse from the stock car. A physician embraces the warmth of the West for the first time, medical bag in hand. A traveling salesman from one of the local native tribes stands near the station, deciding what to do first. And someone with a past lingers at the station, something precious burning a hole in their pocket. On the platform, a young native girl, maybe five years old, keeps stopping passengers and passers-by. And there's a couple that bears a striking resemblance to her lingering pretty close, not letting her out of her sight. And she holds up a piece of paper to each person that she approaches. Have you seen my sister? She looks like this. And she keeps saying that to everybody who walks about. Um, our native trader, you know this family. They're from your tribe and they look visibly relieved to see you as you walk through town. I walk up to them and I greet them. What seems to be the issue? What happened? Well, and the father approaches first, and he's kind of holding his wife around the shoulders comfortingly. Our daughter is gone. We, we think that she was kidnapped. How long ago was this? Only a few days. We came here as soon as we could to talk to the sheriff. And the, and the daughter comes up to you, and she's holding up this piece of paper and on it is a very crudely drawn stick figure and she points to one that's 
slightly taller of a stick figure than the smallest one. Have you seen her? Have you seen my sister? No, I have the young one. Oh. Um, but I but I know uh, what they look like, right? But I know this family, so... Yeah. Yeah, so the crude drawing is like, yeah, that makes total sense that this is who you're talking about. <laughs> have you had any luck talking to the sheriff? Mm, yeah, he went out, oh, a couple of days ago with a posse to go and find her. So he's on it, but... We don't really know much of what's happened so far. What does the town look like? Is there like, can I see a clear way in and out of this town? Is it like a one, one street town sort of, or is it bigger? Yes, it's a one street town. You're standing at the very far end of it and you can see pretty much straight down all of the buildings. Um, from here, you can see the sheriff's station, uh, the saloon, there's a general store. And then at the other end of town is the stables. I asked them where they're staying, or if they're staying in town. Well, yeah, we're staying at the inn. Okay. Well, the saloon, I guess, I but they have rooms. I'll see what I can do. Um, I'll come find you, find something out. Thank you. We greatly appreciate that. And the rest of you could kind of overhear this as you were milling about, but you're also kind of focused on your own stuff. So we can just go down the list here and start with Dr. Irving. What are you doing? What would you like to do? I assume that Dr. Irving's been fetching his bags and trying to gauge the town. And it's very small, but I think he would be interested as he overhears the conversation about the missing person and he tried to listen in without butting in. Okay. Sort of trying to be inconspicuous. I'll just have you do an appearance check, I think. So it's the APP up in your characteristics. I think that'll be a good uh, one right. to do. Because if you fail, you're going to look really sketchy. As you're right, running. so I've, I've got a 40 in appearance, if it's just a standard check. Mm-hmm. Right. That is a 13. All right, so you are very inconspicuous as you are listening in on this conversation. And you managed to get pretty close without alerting them to the fact that you're eavesdropping. Okay, so I, I'm guessing I, I've basically followed the entire conversation that you and the uh, they had. Mm-hmm. In that case, I would uh, Doctor Irving would wait and see what Titonga was that the name? Titonga, yeah, Titonga. What he would do? Okay, since he clearly seems to know more about the area and these people than Doctor Irving. All right. And we will see what that's going to do here in a second. All right. So, Cowboy, Sam, what would you like to do? Uh, well, first of all, she'd be checking over that her horse is okay, um, that Flame is all right after the journey. Um, and then, sort of, while she's doing that, she would I'm assuming she would know what the person she lo- she's here to meet would look like, because um, she's looking for a Cassidy Hancock. So you don't know exactly what he looks like, but you do know that he's going to meet you in the stables. Um, you have a bit of time before you're supposed to meet him at the appointed hour. Okay. Um, and your horse is doing marvelously. Uh, they almost <laughs> critically succeeded. So your horse is like, trains? What trains? I don't even know. <laughs> I had a nice nap. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's grand. Uh, so yeah, I mean... I'm assuming the train station is just sort of a platform and then, like, is there a bit yeah, of a crown? 
yeah, so there's the little bit of the town. There's uh, there's the saloon. There's the sheriff's depot. There's a general store, and then at the far end is the stables. So you can go to any of these. You can go to none of these. Whatever you'd like to do. Um. Well, she would be interested in what's going on with the sort of missing little girl. And if the little girl had come over to her, she would have been like, oh, no, sorry, I've not seen her. I've just got here, but I'll keep an eye out. Um, And then she would probably start heading over towards the stables to feed her horse and get her settled while she waits. Okay. So, yeah, she's going to start doing. Cool. All right, so Mustang Sally, you are standing here. The train has just left, so you're kind of trying to decide what you want to do now. Not just in-game, but in general, speaking, in your whole life. (laughs) In life. (laughs) Um, I'm doing a bit of a casual loiter. Um, I've got my hat sort of hanging low over my face, um, just to make sure nobody can actually see me. If they had to, like, look up, they'd just see, like, a hat. Um, Where is Jack, my horse? Uh, He's right next to you. He's tied up outside the train station. Okay, so I'm going to go and get him. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to try and coax him very sweet. Jack, to go. I need you to behave today. <laughs> we just need to get down to the stable. That's all. All right, roll. Just for today. An animal handling. Okay, it is twenty. Oh God. <laughs> Seventy-eight. Oh, Jack is not compliant today. Uh, he looks at you like you're kind of crazy and no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And he kind of plants his hoops in. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to start sort of yanking on the, on the, um, the, the, the reins, the reins. Yes. I'm going to start like pulling on them. Um, and because now I'm feeling like a little bit under pressure, I'm like, <laughs> come on, come on, Jack, you can do this. Just <laughs> <laughs> Don't make a scene, but I'm making a scene myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> so let's see how he feels. Okay, so he begrudgingly starts to move in the direction that you're after, but not after a lot of people have watched you try and push this horse around. And this horse is pretty big for a horse. <laughs> I kind of uh, uh, sort of look down and sort of pull my hat lower over my face and I'm like, nothing to see here, folks. Uh, <laughs> horse just having a bad day. <laughs> um, as I make my way down towards the stables. Okay. Um, Tataka, you were going to the saloon or where? I uh, imagine like I frequent this place, so would there be like a contact that I would trade with? regularly yeah you've been to the general store several times i'm just going to i basically want to like just run past there and kind of while i'm doing some trading try and get information out yeah in lieu of certain items so maybe i'll trade in like you know some trinkets but won't won't take money but rather will take information for it is that possible yeah definitely possible so as you enter the shop, a bell chimes above you. Everything is as neat, orderly, and carefully free of dust as ever, though the stock seems pretty small for what they usually have. Uh, there are canned goods and a small smattering of fresh produce on the shelves, 
and behind the, cl- the counter in a glass case are a few boxes of bullets and a locked box marked TNT. And the lovely young lady behind the counter pops up and uh, you know her very well. This is Annabelle Clemens. How do? Welcome back to Tonka. Is there something I can help you find today? Got some lovely early rhubarb in just yesterday and it makes a mighty fine pie. Mm, maybe not after last time. Good day. <laughs> And uh, I kind of walk up and I start routinely like opening up my wares and saying if she if there's anything that catches her eye. Um, I would like to kind of maybe uh, try and convince her to buy one of the necklaces that I get from the tribes regularly. These little trinkets that often fetch a high price other places. I'm just like, uh, so what's been happening around town? It's been a while. Ma, there's been so much lately. First, there was that little girl who got kidnapped, laughing jack at all. Wouldn't be surprised at all if that was actually him. They don't know for sure, but we're pretty sure laughing jack was at the heart of it. You mean that outlaw that everyone wants a piece of? Yeah, that no good mongrel. Don't go saying his name around Mr. Clemens. He's apt to loosen your teeth for it. Hopefully, Papa brings him in soon. So she's like the sheriff's daughter? Yeah. Yeah, you know her uh, father is Sheriff Halliday. And who's Mr. Clemens? Well, that's my husband. Ah. You know Hannibal. Of course. We've done business with him plenty of times. Yeah, I'm just joking. Of course <laughs> I know Mr. Clemens. <laughs> um, and it, all right, I heard like a little Indian girl went missing. They say that like the, the laughing jack took them. Why would he take like a girl like they have nothing to give him i honestly couldn't tell you he's never been this bad before i mean he does some shady things but kidnapping is a new low for him Mm -hmm. yeah it seems strange and you say that how long has it been since the sheriff's kind of gone after who else did he take with him he took about four or five other folks from town and he left about yesterday morning headed down to goblin valley goblin valley yeah, I've been around that part. Not safe. No, that's where Jack likes to hide. Let's see. So what are you going to buy? And uh, I would like to <laughs> vastly overcharge her for all of this shit. Uh, you're going to have to do an art craft bargain if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gets a counter roll on that. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, oof. I wrote a 69, and I have a 70. You barely squeaked under there. (laughs) I know. I was like, hey, this is 70. I should have a decent run at this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She wants that necklace. Her eyes light up as she takes a look at it. Ooh, that's awful party. But, well, we just lost an awful lot of money in stock, so I don't know if I can really afford it right now. Well, I am a trader. You tell me what you want, I'll see if I can find you a better deal around these parts. I can come back sooner than most of the other people. That is true. Tell you what, if you can come back next week after we get a shipment in, I think we should have some stuff for you. I look over, while I'm talking to her, I keep looking over at the TNT box. (laughs) It's like, who's that for? You don't usually keep those firecrackers around. Oh, Hannibal bought it off a miner about a week ago. We've been real careful storing it so it doesn't sweat. We, we aren't selling it just to anybody, you know. We don't just want 
anyone having that. Goodness knows what they'd do with it. True. Only if they were a trusted and respectable person would you sell it to them, right? Hmm. And she kind of puts her hand on her chin and looks at you very shrewdly. How much are you? Just uh, just for two business people talking, how much does one of them six go for? God, she's rolling terribly, so you could pretty much ask her for anything at this point. I'm going to ask her for a stick of dynamite. <laughs> just one? You'd probably take the whole box. I would take the whole box if I could. Uh, but no, it's too heavy to carry around. So maybe one or two, depending on what she's going to take me. Tell you what, I'll trade you three sticks of dynamite for that there necklace, and we don't have to tell Hannibal about it at all. Uh, I don't know what happened as soon as you hand me over those dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and she's very pleased with her purchase, and she puts it on immediately. Looks very good on you. The spirits will protect you, surely, from any danger. Well, I sure hope so. And even if not, this is awful pretty. Yeah. And if they don't, you have dynamite. <laughs> I don't know how well that works on spirits, but it's worth a shot. I bow my head and I take her leave. Um, I stow the dynamite away carefully <laughs> and uh, make my way out. All and right. uh, I, I guess like I have all the information I know. So I just realized that I have a five in animal handling. So there's no chance of me logistically riding a horse. Oh, ride is a separate skill. Oh, ride is a separate skill. Uh, I will then try and see if I can get a horse for myself. Okay. Rent one or like, I'll go off to the stables too. All right. Uh, doctor, were you following him in or were you kind of milling about town at this point? I wanted to see where the Donga was going, sort of clean where I might go myself if I were to investigate this missing persons. Uh once I know that it was the general store that he went into, I would, just like Sam, go looking for the stables where I am to meet my contact. Sure. All right. So you guys kind of all congregate around the stable area. And at the stables, there's a very tan young man with sun-bleached brown hair and a hint of stubble sitting astride a dappled palomino. And he perks up upon seeing people approaching. Y'all wouldn't happen to be headed to Escalante, would you? Mm. Would I know it's on the way? Miss Goblin Valley on the way? Mm, you can roll a navigate on that one. That's a skill, right? Yes. Okay, navigate. Let's mm -hmm. Oh god, no. Um, <laughs> that's a 98. I've lost my way for it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All knowledge of the desert. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I guess I'm going to retire these dice and get better. Isn't the a critical failure? It is. Yeah. Uh, all knowledge of this desert has immediately escaped your brain, and even getting home would be very difficult at this point. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Guys, I'm just going to stay in town until my... <laughs> If you can find it. <laughs> yeah. You're not even sure where you're at anymore. A sudden fugue comes over you and you've never seen a horse before. You don't even know where you're at. Yeah, I'm just thinking about all the things I can do with this dynamite. <laughs> oh dear. Quote unquote, take um, down the government. Um, we don't have any Pinkertons this round. You're fine. Is is it south? Is Escalante in the south? Sure is. Ah, excellent. Well then, I'll come with you. Well, mighty fine. I'm Cassidy Hancock at your service. Best guide from Salt Lake to Tucson. 
I know these parts better than my own dear mama, and I still take her to church whenever I'm near. Name's Sally. Mustang Sally. How you doing? He kind of eyes you for a second. I'm, I'm going to wink. Uh, <laughs> roll charm. It's charm. Or oh, appearance. Okay, good. One or the other. I'll roll the, the higher one because it's 60. <laughs> oh, God. 98. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What the hell? Uh, that's good. You, you should have been the horse wink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go to wink and your horse, Jack, bumps against you as you go to do this and he sends you flying into a pile of manure that they had been sweeping up. Okay. Y'all seem to have well, that's some not a bad luck. Seem to be having, I hate the seem horse. You have some real <laughs> trouble with him. I, uh, it, he's a little bit temperamental. I can see that. Um, yeah. I'm going to just shake the, the, the horse manure like off my hands as I stand Sam up. Sam is going to <laughs> carefully make sure her and Flame are as far away from them as possible. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Yeah, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining Irving arrives a bit later than everyone else because of his, uh, his limp. So you just arrive to see someone be <laughs> sent face first into some manure. <laughs> yep. Uh, if I'm standing next to Irvin, I'm just going to mutter under my breath. That's not going to come out. <laughs> well, I got two of y'all on my my agenda here, my docket, but I don't think I've got the others of you. You're heading to Su- Sonny Thompson's place, right? Yeah, down to Escalante. Perfect. And before I start speaking in character, I'd like to apologize to any Americans who my <laughs> attempted accent might be similar to. But yeah. I'm pr- presuming you'll be Cassidy Halloway then. Cassidy Hancock, sir. Hancock, yes. I'm sorry. I, I would be Dr. Irving Jensen, and I am also heading down to Escalante. Well, great to meet you, doctor. We sure did have a lot of letters going back and forth. And you did, indeed. That's how you arranged all of this. Yeah, Irving is taking a step back and nodding a lot, taking, in looking at the, well, the two women that he had not particularly noticed back at the train station. Sam will, like, tip her hat in greeting when he looks at her and be like, you'll be needing a horse. I, I presume so. Well, Do I know like- Cassidy? What? Do I know Cassidy? Like, from him being around offering his services? Mm, roll an intelligence check for me. Okay, let's hope the new dice are better. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. 45. Alright, so you haven't actually met Cassidy Hancock in person before, though you've heard that he's been up and down this corridor quite a bit, escorting people. Um, sometimes he'll escort the Pony Express as well, if they feel like they need a little bit of extra manpower. Hmm. I asked Cassidy, like, I introduced myself, and I don't know if he's heard of me, because... He has indeed heard of you. Oh, yeah, you're the traitor. Yeah, that's me. Um, Say, you wouldn't uh, mind me tagging along, would you? Why not at all? If you got money for a horse, we can get y'all saddled up. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, And I kind of, like, walk closer to him, and I kind of ask him about... um, what he knows about the little girl that's gone missing. 
There's a little girl that's gone missing? Apparently so. Sheriff rode out of here yesterday with a bunch of people. Who do they think done it? Some guy called Laughing Jack. At that, I am going to very quickly walk over to uh, the water trough for the horses and start feverishly washing my face in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Contaminating the water supply. Um, <laughs> oh, that is not a concern. <laughs> if it's not in beer, they're not drinking water. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, do what would I have to do to notice this, if possible? Uh, spot hidden. Spot hidden. I will give it a shot. That's uh, twenty six. You catch sight of her doing this out of the corner of your eye. Uh, it's a bit odd, but she did just. Fall into her, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's her horse doing while she's washing her face? Uh, if a horse could laugh, he would be laughing. <laughs> okay, he's kind of like Winnie snickering as he watches. This Sam pattern. is watching this horse because he sounds like a good-looking horse, and she's wondering what this person who clearly doesn't know what to do with horses is doing with this horse. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, could be a new horse. Could be. So I'm just going to keep asking like uh, Cassidy if he knows anything about what's happened. Uh, if they took some horses from the uh, stables, did he know which way they were going? That kind of stuff. Well, I don't know if they took her from town. Sounds like they took her from her tribe. And I honestly wouldn't know, sir, if, uh, if they were all on horse or not. But, uh, I do know that we like to avoid Goblin Valley because that's where they like to hide. And luckily, I mean, we'll be getting kind of close to it, but we won't be going through it. Place always gives me a creeps. And it's real easy to get lost in there. Hmm. I'm going to ride with you till Goblin Valley because I'm looking for this girl. Oh, I'm going to well. see what's happened to the sheriff and everyone else. Well, hopefully the posse's doing all right out there. There was enough of them. They should be fine. Yeah, just double check it. Well, that's awful kind of you, sir. Why is it called Goblin Valley? Well, uh, so they got these rock stacks, and I don't know how else to describe it. I'm sure there's some sort of fancy scientist out there who probably knows, but they have these rocks that stack on top of each other, and they look like snowmen if they were made of rocks. And some of them are real big, and some of them are real small, and people call them goblins. And this valley is just chock full of them, so that's why they call it Goblin Valley. That makes sense. I'm going to shake Cassidy down for a horse. Can I bargain? <laughs> yeah. Oh, much better. It's like 20. Oh, you barely squeaked by because you got a 22. All right. <laughs> well, my normal cost down to get you down there and get everyone safe there and have you all supplied is about $5 which in that time was quite a pretty beautiful yeah. thing. Mm, that's pretty hefty. I tell him I'll sweeten the deal by talking about his services with the other business people in town. Oh, well, that would be mighty kind of you, sir. I think for for that, I can discount you down to $3. $2.50. You're a good man. $2.50. <laughs> oh, you're a good man, too. Two sixty. Done. Mighty fine doing business with you, sir. We'll get your saddlebags all put up on your horse, and you'll have enough food and whatnot to get there as long as you're mindful about what you eat. And the doctor and our 
I'm sorry. I don't think I caught your name, Madam Cowboy, Cowgirl, Cow Sam Green. Right. Sam. Y'all already paid, so you're all good to go. And, uh, Sally, are you also tagging along, or? She's with me. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Well, since you already have a horse, Definitely. it'll be 50 cents to get her all supplied up. Okay. <laughs> Someone in the background thinks that's hilarious. I know, that was just... <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not it's the goblins. <laughs> it's the goblins. <laughs> it's... It's the door, I told you. It's just a random it's drunkard the, walking behind. It's one of the stables. And then a joke. They're laughing that that lady fell in who. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sam's laughing at that too. But I'll inwardly. Learn. Very stoically. What Sam is also laughing that she fell uh, in poo, but inwardly, because she's quite stoic. <laughs> uh, I will pay the 50 cents for um, uh, Mustang Sally oh, wow well after I've washed my hands I'm going to shake the man's hand <laughs> it's very nice of you to wash your hands first mm. yeah I he- I'm hesitant at first but then I'm like eh, I've seen worse so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much no problem alright so there in this stables it looks like there's one pretty happy and healthy standard bred horse. And then there's also a very stout pony that has these really derpy looking eyes. And there's a lone donkey who also looks very content and healthy. So I'm going to need Tatanka and our good doctor to roll a D6 and let me know what you get. Unless you want to pick one of these animals outright. I mean, I'm harsh. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, if the doctor got to pick, he'd go for the healthy horse. Which is kind of nice, because I want to be derpy. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> the derpy pony is also very healthy. They're all very stout and well-fed and well-cared for. So, um, all right. You guys are all saddled up. Um, you know, I didn't have issues mounting Jack, did I? Uh, we'll roll a ride, and everybody has to roll a ride to see how it goes. Oh, I've only got 15. Okay. Got right, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Maybe I should switch dice now. <laughs> nope, that was a bad idea. I should have kept my same dice. I just rolled it. 97. Yeah. Oh, 45. 72. Did anybody pass that? Nope. <laughs> nope. I blame no. Jack. <laughs> He's upset, Flame. <laughs> I also blame Jack. After seeing Jack treat his owner like that, none of us trust horses anymore. <laughs> and then sense this and mirror it right back to you. So Cassidy helps you all into your saddles and make sure that your saddlebags are all attached and happy. Um, you guys head out and you're not sure if it's you or your steed, but something isn't working quite right and you're probably going to be chafed and sore later. I mean, to yeah. be fair, I usually walk everywhere. Did I but... Yeah, and all of you look uncomfortable as all hell on your horses, so. This is bringing back bad news. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. Just going to call my horse <laughs> Derpy. And you guys need to be nicer to your horses. <laughs> for, being, for being Derpy, he, the pony is very happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just like the first thing that came into my mind for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, headed into the desert You'd brace yourself for the worst But the spring weather is full of pleasant surprises 
It's warm, but not baking. The slight breeze on the air is cooling, but not biting or frigid. And Cassidy set a reasonable pace with the horses. Soon the gray scrubland begins to take on hints of red and orange as you make your way southwest following the Green River. And it doesn't take long before Cassidy turns around in his saddle and waves at you all. So, what brings you folks out this way? Figure we've got some time before we get where we're going. May as well get to know each other a bit. Um, well, I'm just heading south because um, I'm from Green River. Uh, so I just thought I would, you know, go back to my youth and travel a little bit. Aren't you quite young already? I say as a 35-year-old Native American. <laughs> yeah, but it's all about finding yourself. You know, you're Native. You know all about those those spiritual quests and, and finding your true self and how you need to go home first and then not, go somewhere else. Yeah, not run into any <laughs> bad spirits from the past. Yeah, yeah, that. Cassidy narrowed Th- his that. eyes at you, but he doesn't say anything. Uh, yeah, and at that, the doctor also does a, a silent scoff. <laughs> a doctorly scoff. <laughs> what about you, doctor? I know Escalante's in dire need of a new physician out there, but what brings you out this way? Well, that is that is in part why I'm coming to town. I, uh, well, I've made it a point of my practice to always stay well-educated. And though I would not expect anyone outside the trade to know of this, but I am a stout follower of the germ theory of the seas. And so well, I was run out of my previous practice. And, well, Escalante would have me. And if I am to be of any aid to humankind, I, well, this was as good a place as any to start. What's well, a good germ place to start over? But yeah. Yeah, what is a germ, exactly? Have you ever heard of miasma? Miasma? I left my ass in town. Get it? Because that's where my donkey (laughs) is. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw. (laughs) Well, He thinks he's really funny. He's laughing. Mom thinks he's funny. She's laughing. I laugh as well. uh, Irving does not. Sorry, doctor. (laughs) Go ahead. Well, we've, for a long time, as you'd expect from us doctors, we've been trying to tell why people get sick, hmm. where the, uh, why we get ill. And some people think it's just bad air. It's just a bad feeling you get. That's something that people call miasma. But in the, in the recent years, we've started to see more proof of something we call germs. Basically, tiny little living things that are pretty much everywhere. And some of them is what makes you sick. So there are bad germs, and that's how you get sick. They're living in me? So do they, like, eat you from the inside out? Is that why you get sick? Wait, why can't I you, see right? them? Are they like ghosts? Do I have ghosts in my blood? No, no, I believe the doctor is talking about an ancient spirit, a trickster called Iktomi. You know, he plays tricks on you, gives you bad feelings, and then you get sick. Mm. Oh, shouldn't be near now that makes sense shouldn't be near like dead animals and bad water ain't that right doctor while you've well started talking over him the doctor's just silently opening and closing his mouth trying to <laughs> <laughs> <No>. I mean <laughs> you do get sick not- if like a steer 
dies in the watering hole, you you got to get that out there because yeah, you people do get sick, but that's like poison and like the flies. Well, that's the thing. Certain germs are attracted to dead things, and if, as in your example, a dead steer, the germs from the dead steer would then be spread by the water, and that would then be how you get sick. If you drank that water, you'd get those bad germs. Hmm. I always thought it was because you were drinking the dead thing. To a certain extent, yes, you are. This all makes complete sense, Tichitonka. No, but everybody knows, everybody knows that you shouldn't do that. That's because we have different ways of teaching. why do you need a doctor to tell you? Well, Mustang Sally, you you washed your hands after you, from all that manure you got on you. That yes. should be something you should always do. I mean, if you wash yourself, well, yeah. you can clean yourself of the bad germs. It will also help if this dang horse didn't keep, well, you know, yeah. being temperamental. Basically, it would help if you if you all would wash your hands before we eat tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Just because you said so, Doc. Just because you said so. So, Doc, what's your, uh, what's your opinion on just rubbing dirt and stuff? I mean, soap is expensive. Like if you got a coat. Yeah, you just rub some dirt in yeah. it. Stops it bleeding. <laughs> seals it up. Yeah. That's not good. I'm, I'm, are you trying to get a rise out of me, Mr. Cassidy? Well, maybe a little. <laughs> I think Mr. Cassidy's just making conversation for the road. I'm also just here. kind of a bumpkin, so honestly, all this doctor stuff, like they usually just give me some cocaine and send me on my way. Take a good number of I mean, dollars from you. Cocaine does help for some. Cocaine does have some measure of effect, but it it is not a panacea. If someone tells you that this thing's good for everything, it's likely not good What's for anything. What's a panacea? Oh, like them. Yeah. Yeah. Panacea is basically it's it's this idea of a universal cure. Huh. Oh. Oh. Why don't you just say universal cure? Because it's two words. <laughs> one word is more better than two words. <laughs> no, but no one knows what that word is. But we That's learned. What you got to we say. learned oh, something to say that word again. Yeah. I'm going to use it all the time. I'm going to use it all. <laughs> it's <a> good word. <laughs> we, all st- we all take turns just saying panacea. <laughs> <laughs> I think the doctor might have to wait, wait, sanity at this point. again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Break that seal. Yay! Right. <laughs> that is an, a 78, and I have 60 sanity. Oh, okay. Roll the d4 and then <laughs> see what we get. There, there's a d4. <laughs> That's a 2. All right. So this is wearing on you very quickly. Uh, yeah. You're not happy with this conversation, and you feel a little bit of dread both immediate and on an existential level of having to ride with these people for the next few days. <laughs> right. So does that have any mechanical effects for my sheet? Um, yeah. So your sanity is going to drop your, so that 60 that you have for your starting, that's going to yeah. drop to 58. All right. So you, all right. Yay. Our first loss. <laughs> Yay. I love this. Yay. <laughs> Everyone destroyed the educated person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd like to see you get through this without a doctor. 
month. All right, we'll just rub dirt in it. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yes, that was a bad feeling. Dirt is a panacea. Yeah. I, I hope that at some point no, no, he no. starts going like panacea, panna cotta, panna. I don't think he would know what a panna cotta is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to teach I him any of his Fair. Fair. Maybe the educated doctor does. Well, we've given him a rat ribbon. How about you? Uh, sorry, I just forgot your name. Sam, Sam I'm, how about I'm you? coming out here for work. Oh, right. Sonny. Yeah. Heard you needed a, he needed a pair of hands, so off I go. See how I do. Looking forward to it. He always needs help. How come? Oh, he just always gets new animals in that he can't handle, and then he's like, oh, no, I got too many animals to handle, and that's just what he does. Fair enough. Must make some good money. Yeah, he's constantly in and out with new stuff. So I say stuff, but I mean like sheep and cows. Does he manage? And pigeons Pigeons? once. That was a weird one. Oh, I've never dealt. Yeah, it didn't last long. There are a lot of hawks up there. I can imagine so. And there's not good eating on a pigeon. So they're sad. Gross trash So I was hearing that a kid has gone missing. Is that the sort of thing that one needs to worry about around here? Is there a lot of gangs or folks I should be steering clear from? Didn't used to be a thing we had to worry about too much. This is kind of a recent thing. But uh, I guess we should watch out for Laughing Jack and the Goblin Gang, because they're around these parts. But I think he's about the only one. Jack's awful territorial. He wouldn't let just anybody live here. He runs out any other gang that comes close. I'm the sort of gal who likes to stick to herself and keep out of trouble. Is that, if I stay out of trouble, will trouble mm-hmm. not come looking for me? Shouldn't. He just kind of shrugs. And uh, yeah. Sam sort of goes a bit quiet at that and is seemingly content with the conversation and quite content to remain quiet. <laughs> I'm going to sort of start surreptitiously whistling to myself. <laughs> After right. mention of that. Um, yeah. We're going to do an appearance oh, check on that so that you can appear totally innocent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, no, I just totally thought now was a good time to whistle. <laughs> Uh, nope, still not. 71. Getting closer, but... Uh, so your whistling is drawing more attention, if anything, than seeming super easy breezy. Story of my life. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> at, at this point, I just look at Sally and I go, so what brings you here with your fancy uh, horse? Well, like I told you, I'm trying to find myself, so... Uh, I came back to where I started, and, and, and I couldn't find myself, so now I'm going south to see if I'm there. <laughs> so what's waiting for you in Escalante? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, new adventures? It's funny business about this Jack fella. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really funny that he's got the same name as my horse. That, that too. Hmm. I grew yeah, up with like four funny. Jacks, though, so... It's kind of common out here. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also strange how this horse seems to be a whole lot of trouble. And this Jack you people keep mentioning also seems to be a lot of trouble. So wait, you grew up in Green River, you said? Oh, yeah. And you don't know who Jack is? Well, you know, small conservative family. We kept ourselves, go to church a lot, that Hmm. kind of thing. I see. Uh, 
I just uh, I kind of yeah. like try. Can I mimic her whistle? Uh, <laughs> sure. Is would that be an appearance as well, or would it be like something? Else? That's a good question. Um, uh, let's just roll the percentile, and if you uh, get over fifty, then you don't know how to whistle. Okay. Yeah, I will just blow air out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a 37. All right, so you do know how to whistle, so you kind of mimic it back to her. Oh, this is fun. I'm going to, like, join in, bring in a bit of a back. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll it to see if you know how to whistle. Okay. Nope, 62. Oh, you're a cowboy. I'm, like, you can't getting, whistle. Better, yeah, getting better. Getting better. I'm just kind of, like, you all right. By mid-afternoon, you've ventured away from the river and into an open desert plain. There's deep orange sandstone that's a welcome reprieve from the grayish-yellow scrub of the morning, though it is a good deal warmer and windier out here. And now all of you can roll spot hiddens for me. Hmm. Nope. Okay. Jesus, I have a 58, and my spot hidden is 50. Can I take eight points off my luck? <laughs> I, sure. I rolled a 21 and my spot hidden is 50, so I got a hard success. And I spookily nice. also rolled a 58, but my spot hidden is 20, so I don't. <laughs> no, I failed it as well. <laughs> You're just enamored with how much desert sand there is. You don't think that there <laughs> yeah, could this have is possibly crazy. been this much sand. Um, Not to mention that horse. How did she get that horse? <laughs> Swimming <laughs> around in your head is like, how does a person like that get a horse? Exactly. <laughs> Such a mystery. All right, Tatanka, so off the path, two sharp eyes lock on yours from a coil of diamond pattern scales, a rattlesnake sunning itself on a wide swath of sandstone. Further down the road, you spot another snake, this one rattleless, and another. Once you've noticed one, your brain snags on many of the others lurking along the way. Probably the most wild snakes you've ever seen in a single day. This is like definitely unusual for the natural world. <laughs> Roll natural world and let's find out. That's a 42 and I have a 60. Yeah, so you know that this is pretty unusual. It is springtime, so they've started coming out of their hibernating period, but it's a lot, like a lot of snakes. I mean, the ground isn't just littered with snakes. It's not like wriggling Indiana Jones style. Mm. As far as I can see, it's not that. But there are a lot more than what you've historically seen in the area. Would I know why this would... Is there like a precedence to it? Would I have learned something in my past to kind of like explain this? As far as you know, no. You could do either an occult or an anthropology to see if you have any folklore related I'll, to snakes. I'll do here. anthropology. Okay. There's a percentage next to it. It's zero one percent What does that mean? Oh, so that is like your base level of knowledge in that area. And then whatever is in the major box, the big box, that's how much you actually have compared to what you have a base so of. So it's the minimum if you have no training. Yeah, exactly. So for okay. really highly customized or specialized fields like medicine, everyone uh-huh. usually just has a one, unless you're a doctor, in which case you'd have more. I rolled a 12, which is, yeah, um, I like 
25 is my half. Cool. So there's been plenty of folklore about snakes being a symbol for change. On this scale, it's a, it's a little unusual and you worry that maybe the spirits who govern the snakes are a little agitated. Hmm. Are the horses okay with this many snakes around? Yeah, I, I was about to say with with him thinking all of that, I presume with my spot hidden, I also saw the snakes. Mm, you saw something else. Ooh, ooh. Um, the horses. You don't know if the horses are uncomfortable oh, because yeah. of how you're riding them, or if it's because they've noticed the snakes. The snakes oh, okay. aren't directly in the path, so. Mm. Yeah. That's so, I mean, I never saw but, the snakes, but I'm just asking about the actual ride. Like, yeah, yeah. are the horses okay? Yeah. I mean, you okay. have to ask about Jack all the time. <laughs> yeah. Not <gasps> any more so than they already were. I start oh, okay. pointing out the snakes to everyone who isn't seeing them. I'm like, there's, there's a one. snake. There's a there's snake. One. There's, there's a snake. There's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kind of say that uh, normally these many snakes being around means something is upset with the world. Be as mm. ominous as vague as possible, as <laughs> yeah, my, Sam, uh, as my chieftain told me to be. Side eye, like, <laughs> right, okay then. And she's just going to like make an effort to like calm her horse down because now things are making sense. She didn't spot the snakes. This is unfamiliar for her girls. You know, she's not been here before, so she puts a little bit of effort into patting her and calming her down. <clears throat> okay, because um, that's pretty minor. I'm just going to let it. To go. If you were trying to like calm her down when she was yeah. bucking and freaking out, then it would be animal handling. But this one is fine. Yeah, this is just pretty just minor. Get her calmer so that she can't, won't escalate quite so easily. <laughs> if that happens, <laughs> TBD. Um, all right, doctor. So as you go along, you spot that Cassidy frequently pulls out a compass and a small set of binoculars as you go, and he'll sometimes jot things down in a leather bone leather-bound notebook along the way. Right. Do I have enough control of my horse to be able to ride up alongside Cassidy? Sure. It's not like you guys are going at a breakneck pace or anything, so you no, guys are kind of just like walking. Oh, God. I think I'm already the least trained rider of anyone <laughs> in the group, so it's just... yeah. We'll just go ahead and say yeah. We'll make yeah. it easy on you. Excuse me, Mr. Halliday. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Mr. Cassidy. What are you looking for? Oh, just making sure we're staying on track. It's easy to get lost out here, and I like to make trail notes for myself. Uh, has anything interesting happened in the past? Uh, define interesting. Well, look, that's what I just pointed out. We are seeing a lot of snakes around. Any other weird wildlife Oh, well, I, I guess there's, like, coyotes and stuff, but they're always just doing their own thing. They usually don't bother big groups of people, which I guess is a, I guess we'd count as that. But mostly I just worry that like the wind's going to kick up and move the sand around. And then once the sand gets moved around, your trail starts to disappear. So I like to make a lot of notes about landmarks and stuff. So in case one of them goes away, I got backups. Right then. You know, like go west, southwest when you hit the rock that looks like Pappy's saggy hat. Or if you hit the canyon that smells like someone farted in an old boot, you're too far east. Why don't you just How look at the stars? I shout out. Because it's daytime. Oh. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it does. 
so have we been past uh, Daddy's soggy hat? <laughs> no, not yet. That's a ways down right. yet. Do warn us before we reach the Fart Canyon. Oh, we don't want to be there, so I'll let you know. And we will definitely smell it. Hmm. That, that's what I feared. It's a bit swampy. Right. But and it's way east. Right then. And I'll sort of lag behind again. As the sun begins to dip toward a ridge of gray sandstone to the west, Cassidy finally slows the march near another riverbank that's coming up on your south. Well, we didn't get as far as I'd hoped, but we got a late start, and the desert ain't used to you yet. Tomorrow will be better. For now, let's set up some camp and get some rest. Right, kind of hops off his horse and leads his horse and whoever else's horse wants to go with him down to the creek. How big of a creek are we talking? How deep is the water? <laughs> Um, without jumping in it, I don't know if you could say for sure. It's not a raging river or anything, and you can definitely, like, wade out through it, and it might come up to your thighs at its highest point. Right. Then, then Irving will lead his, his horse to, to water. Stop <laughs> it drink. Uh, I'm going to follow. Do the same I'm thing. not leaving this group. Same here. Alright, so you guys get your horses all happy um cassidy takes the pony and the doctor's horses and tacks them down for the night with some food um he's gonna leave jack and flame up to you other two though since those are your personal steeds yep sam will just set about doing that as you do checking her over feeding her and then we'll probably sort of i don't know if no one starts doing it she'll start making a campfire because i imagine this isn't the first time she's been out oh, kind of things. so uh, okay you guys start. can both roll survival checks oh okay um, that's uh 30 which is exactly the amount so that's cool that passes you at least don't light yourself on fire which a lot of other people have done so far <laughs> <laughs> i just rolled a 95 so that's not great. Oh. Okay, so you start trying to light the fire, and it looks very much like you're about to light your own pants on fire, and <laughs> Tataka comes over and takes over for you. Okay. I pat like, the pants before they catch fire. Like, ah. Yeah, it was close. I just make an excuse about being tired. <laughs> I nod, I say nothing, I just make the fire. All right, let's see if Jack wants to cooperate for this. He does oh, not. Um, okay, so roll, uh, roll on animal handling for me. My dice are terrible today. Nope, 30. Uh, well, oh, 20. <laughs> so close. You can't, you can't you use luck. God. Oh, you I do like it. to use uh, luck a lot, though. So. Oh. No, but this is the thing. Because of my character, I need my luck for something else. <laughs> oh, Not this oh, oh, you could push it. You could push it. Like you could. No, 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 no. It's fine. I know. I know why this horse is an ass. I know exactly why he's like this. So it's fine. All right. He he nips at you every time you try to move around him, just to be a dick. Can it? Seeing that she's having a lot of difficulty, can Sam go over and try and help? Sure, that's going to be an animal handling as well. Okay. Well, she's a 70, so... Uh, 42! Jack obeys you pretty readily. He okay. <laughs> seems to calm down. He's still casting a side eye over at Sally, but he seems compliant enough with you. Okay. How did you gonna... do that? Uh, I was just nice. I'm to always him. Nice Where to did him. you get him? I'm always, 
I'm exceptionally Sorry? and excruciatingly nice to him. Yeah, where did you get him? It's a fine horse. Uh, he was a gift. Mighty fine gift. Well, you know, he was a gift from a... Uh, do people call them suitors in this era? Yeah. Yeah, from a suitor. Yeah. Oh, and the suitor... He's not with you anymore? Oh, no. I prefer the horse. (laughs) I would, too. That was the right call. (laughs) She gives Jack a a pat. Jack is very pleased and flattered. (laughs) (laughs) See, you just got to be nice to him. I'm I'm just really relieved that he's in a good mood. (laughs) Just got to be a bit nicer. Tell him he's beautiful. He knows he's beautiful. Otherwise, I wouldn't have him with me if he wasn't. I'm sure you liked it when your suitor called you beautiful. Uh, I was kind of focused on other things at the time, so I don't really remember that part. If you're going to lie to her, you're going to have to do the bluff lie check. (gasps) I'm not really lying. I was focused on other things. (laughs) (laughs) I just let it know. (laughs) I mean, it's not like her answers are making much sense. Um, <laughs> you want me to? You want me no, to roll anyway? No, uh, no. Okay. you're fine for now. But All right. if you do feel like you don't want to answer a question or you want to dodge it, then we would do a bluff lie. No, I don't need to dodge it. It's it's kind of <laughs> well. Sam is going to like give Jack another pat and then be like, "Well, you know, if you're ever thinking of selling this horse, I'm sure I could convince Sonny to purchase him." He looks like he's got some good bloodlines. Um, I may actually consider it. I mean, but, I don't have uh, the dollars, but yeah, Sunny might. But for the moment, I uh, I kind of need a way south, so um, yeah, just keeping him with me seems to be the best option. He might even trade you for something that's a bit easier for you to handle. Mm. You'd sure get around faster, like a nice pair of boots. <laughs> you do have a point. Anyway, uh, something to think about. Yeah, I will actually <laughs> think about it really deeply. She's going to like shrug and walk away and go sit by the fire. Because I imagine if the sun's going down, it's starting to get a bit cold. It is a little bit chilly. Um, it's not like winter weather, but spring in the desert is pretty warm during the day. But at night, it gets into the 40s. So that fire is not going to be too terrible yeah, a thing so to have. She's going to go and sit by it. And Cassidy, make sure that everyone has some sort of beans or jerky or something for dinner hmm. i'm Yum. gonna wait for a while then i'm going to go get a pail of water to heat over the fire and i'm going to pull out uh and uh, start making tea okay everyone is watching you do this in kind of a what is yeah. typically a coffee percolator um and i pour myself a cup and i offer anyone who wants some i explain to them that what it's is- herbs i got from faraway lands what does the tea smell like Good. Imagine, I don't know, Darjeeling. Has anybody had Darjeeling? It's like hmm. pretty crisp. Oh, I would, I will, I will, I will take some if you're offering. Yeah. yeah as would Irving Jensen. Sam would take one cautiously. I mean, yeah, Sam would take it cautiously, and then she'd take a sip, and then she would like do that thing where they like spit it back out, and then she would just sit there trying <laughs> to look polite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what does Cassidy do? Cassidy takes it very gratefully. Well, you know, I'm more of a coffee filler, but I'll give this a shot. 
if it came from far away, I'm not going to likely have that much of it anyway. So he sips at it. Oh, he likes it. He's into it. While we're sitting this, this is just a clever ploy for me to get more information. So while everyone's drinking tea, I'm going to start <laughs> asking questions. So good, Doctor. How did you get your limp? You don't seem to walk too well. When I was young, I, I was in an unfortunate accident, the details of which involve a pair of horses, a wagon, a storefront, and a gaggle of school children. And I'll let you, you know, put together the details and let's see if you can figure out where I fit into that. It doesn't take too much to know that. Does it trouble you on cold nights like this? No, not. Roll a constitution. <laughs> the, the doctor, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the doctor, so you're seeing right. uh, Yes. That's a 99. <laughs> I'm not actually oh, trying to kill you. you. Do I have to roll a sanity again? <laughs> Uh, no, but your uh, future constitution checks are going to be at a disadvantage. Every single one. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, for the next 24 wow. hours in game. Right. Jeez. <laughs> it's really bad tonight. Yes. I mean, there's always some pain in the in the leg, but as you mentioned, it's part- particularly bad. Is there tonight. a way I can help Sorry. him, like, with first aid? Herbalism or something. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm just guessing. I know. I know. I'm, I'm guessing I would do better. I know, but like, I'm basically trying to. Unless I roll 99. <laughs> uh, you could offer him some sort of uh, like sagebrush and see if he's into that, but I don't. that's going to have to be up to the doctor. No, I think I'll keep it to myself. I was just like kind of chit chatting. Um, I don't want to impose <laughs> on the doctor any more than I already have. Um, uh, I asked Cassidy how long he's been running the trail. I haven't seen him around town that much. Oh, oh I've been running it for a while, but I'm almost never in town these days. Usually mm-hmm. on the go. So you manage to stay out of trouble, never run into, you know, Jack? He gets pretty nervous at this mention, and you don't know which part of it. Well, no, you don't know which part of it. He's more nervous about. Can I roll something to find out what he's more nervous about? You could try psychology. Mm, psychology. No, that's way too low. Yeah, it's way too low. Um, instead, can I try and persuade him by saying, "You seem you okay? Like you seem like you saw a ghost or something." Well, I don't like to start off a journey with sad stories, but uh, I mean, if you really want to know, I guess I can tell you. All right. I'm yours, if everyone else is. I'm just going to drink my tea. Sam will sort of shrug. Sure. Oh, well, uh, you know, when I was a youngster, about as tall as my pappy's belt, bandits raided our ranch, and uh, pappy wasn't a wealthy man, so they took me captive. I guess you could say that was a bit of, of trouble with some bandits. Hmm. Let's see. I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it wasn't a great time in my life. You've done well for yourself since then, though. Sure tried. Then I kind of like um, ask him if he's seen any, if he is a believer or not. I ask him if he's religious. 
Well, I do go to church as often as I can. What do you believe? Well, that's a mighty fine question. I, I want to say yes, but I don't know. I've, I've not really seen much proof. But then I guess that's the point of faith, mm-hmm. right? What do you believe, sir? I believe this world and has this just one of many that has been created. And when one of us decides to make it bad, the great spirit remakes it. And we all play the, we all play the same role again until we make the right choice. Oh, how does he remake the world? Well, the same way he's done every other time we have messed it up. Everything is destroyed uh, and remade instantaneously. The great spirit works in his own mysterious ways. Um, we start to learn what it is to be human again. And if we stray from our path, he is always watching. Or should I say, it is always watching. Huh. So are we supposed to be on the same path every time? We're supposed to be making different choices. And how do we know how many times we've made these choices? Well, we don't know, because if we knew about our past choices, we would make the right one. I guess the great mystery of life is that when you're presented with a choice, you should think carefully about it and move forward and try to leave the world a better place. Try not to steal. Try Hmm. not to harm. Try Hmm. to help people. Well, I kind of like that idea. You get a second shot, even if you screw up the first time. Yeah, but you don't know what happens if you screw up, right? You still have to go through Well, the yeah, otherwise up. you don't learn nothing. Mm. He sips his tea some more, and he looks up at the stars like he's pondering all of this. Yeah, I successfully converted him. Um, <laughs> I finish my tea off, and then I rinse uh, my cup, and um, I rinse the percolator. Um I ask Cassidy if we're supposed to like keep watch or something. Like, I mean, I mean fire. I, we can just put the fire out. I don't think we need to watch quite yet. We're not near enough Goggle Valley to necessitate that. But I, I suppose I could set up a watch if you want. Watch out for coyotes. I was just going to go to sleep. Oh, I'll stay up a little bit and keep watch. I'm not ready to sleep yet. Um. I'm going to step as well, and I'm going to wash the cup when I'm done with the tea and wash my hands again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> miasma. There is no yeah. such thing as miasma. Sam's just going to chuck her tea <laughs> in the water, hand it back to the engine. <laughs> Smile. Thank you. <laughs> Smile and nod at him. I just like, go and have a sleep. <laughs> What are you doing, Doctor? Uh, the doctor will also finish off his tea and, and wash it off, wash his own hands, and he'll take a last look around, and he'll move his own, I'm guessing we have bed rolls, to the foot, so that he's placed the furthest away from the water. Okay. <laughs> as close to yeah. back on the trail as you can get. And then he'll just take a quick glance around for snakes. So he won't be snug up upon while sleeping. And on if I can do that without rolling, I'll just go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, you can just go back to sleep. It's okay. As much as your angry leg allows. 
All right. Can everyone roll a luck for me? And it's um, just treat it like the same kind of checks that we've been okay. doing. You won't get under your so yeah. under six eight. Yes, I finally passed the roll. Yay! Oh, no. Yay! 23! <laughs> I got 89. I was under by one point. I was over. Nice. I got... Uh, sorry. I was over by 33. I got a 93. Okay. But I'm under by one point, 36 by 37. Yeah. by. Alright, so the night passes fairly uneventfully and you guys drift off whenever you eventually drift off. And those of you that passed your luck, with nothing between you and the sky here, the stars seem close enough to touch. You reach out, and to your surprise, your finger grazes one of them. It giggles and nuzzles your hand, snuggling against you. It feels velvety against your palm, radiating a warmth that doesn't burn you. As you look at it, the swirling mass of star drops one star after another, and they form a new constellation. A cursive capital Z with an arrowhead wearing some sort of crown. And then those of you who failed, the night sky is so close it's suffocating, which I know a couple of you are claustrophobic, so that makes it extra fun. Nothing lies between you and the stars whose sharp attention rakes over you critically. A shooting star passes above you, then snakes its way back across the sky in the direction it came from. It starts winding, coiling above you. More shooting stars begin to fly overhead until they fill your vision. One shrieks down at you, crash landing outside camp. Taking its lead, the rest begin to fall, transforming into snakes once they hit the ground. They swarm the camp, dousing the fire, burying your sleeping companions. The horses start to scream as the snakes wash over you in a hissing wave. You bolt upright with a fumbled shout to find Cassidy setting up the morning coffee over the fire. He looks over at both of you, concerned. Y'all right, partners? You're looking a little sweaty and... Just had a bad dream. That's all. My leg's bothering, bothering me. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. And I take out a handkerchief and dot my forehead, clean up the sweat. All that weird talk of germs and whole world remaking every time you make a bad decision. Just, don't know, just, just gave me some weird kooky dreams. That's all. I'll, I'll be, I'll be fine. <laughs> the tea. Sorry, gets well, up. Well, she and, didn't drink any, so. <laughs> gets up and dust herself off and uh, <laughs> yeah probably just she's a bit embarrassed so she's going to be really busy setting about looking after the flame making she go take her see if she wants some more water splash water on her own face yeah all right the two that passed um you guys have that same exact dream um well the not the dream. snake stream but the cursive yeah. capital c yeah um you guys have the same dream you don't know that you both had the same dream mm-hmm. yet um, and you guys wake up feeling pretty rested. Yeah, I wake up and I give it like a good stretch and I'm all like chipper and cheerful. I'm like, wow, I feel like I've got stars in my pockets. <laughs> oh, and I'm whistling again. Well, maybe whistling, <laughs> maybe not really. <laughs> uh Roll the dice, and if you get above a 50, you don't whistle. No, I don't whistle. I got 72. <laughs> You're still trying. It's just not coming out that great. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm in a good mood. I slept so well. <sighs> Touch the stars. They're- I've woken up early, and I'm helping uh, Cassidy with stuff, like uh, just readying the horses and kind of washing myself. 
getting ready for the next day. You guys have kind of a meager breakfast. It's just a trail breakfast without having to take a billion dishes. And you pack camp and set off not long after daybreak. We've got a long day of riding ahead of us, folks. Be sure to stick close. We'll be near in Goblin Valley about end of the day, and I'd feel right sad if I lost one of y'all. Will do. And now everyone can roll a ride. Oh, oh God. Really? Hang on. I rolled a 20. Oh, yes! I passed. I just need to see what the other number is. Give me a second. <laughs> So, if I roll Six. a zero, zero, and an eight. Oh, that's just an eight. That's, that's a great one. I got a 39, and my ride is 15, so that's a fail. Oh, man, I rolled a zero, zero, and a two. Mm-hmm. Is that a crit success? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a critical success. So, you can roll the D6 and add whatever number you get off of that to your current ride score. One. Well, <laughs> better than that. Yay! <laughs> so it's 61 now then. Right. That'll come in handy. All right, so those that passed, you're a little stiff after a day of riding and a night of roughing it on the ground, but you're feeling more comfortable in the saddle this morning than you expected. You and your horse settle into a fine pace behind Cassidy. For you, the day is smooth, though certainly warmer than yesterday. And for our poor doctor... The saddle is more uncomfortable today than it was yesterday. Your horse picks up on your discomfort and mirrors it, resulting in a bumpy, unpleasant experience for both of you, and now you get to roll a constitution to see how you're handling it, and that's at a disadvantage because of your leg. all kinds of great. The first one's a 15, which wouldn't be a success, but second one's a 32, <laughs> which is below my 50, so that's a success. You still passed, so um, you're feeling better than you feel that you ought. Um, it's still uncomfortable, but you're all right. And you guys get your first taste of canyon navigation around mid-morning as you approach another river. Um, this one is much smaller than the Green River, and at least in the stretch that you're in. So it, again, it's pretty low. You don't have to worry about your head going under. On the other side of the river is a slight rise that spits you out on top of a vast plain of red-orange sandstone and little else. What would I have to roll to sort of decipher the meaning of uh, the dream? Like, if well, I that's a to... good question. Um, that would be a cult, probably. I'll give it a shot. I have 14, let's see. Oh my god, I rolled a 1. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So you can do the D6 and add that to your occult. Um, You couldn't say exactly what that symbol was. You haven't seen that before. Um, But you feel it is a very clear indicator, probably from some sort of ancestral spirit. Um, Maybe a blessing. Maybe a sign of something else that they're working on that you don't know about yet. Um, you feel like it's probably related to all the snakes that you've seen so far. Since I had a different dream than our dear trader, might I also try to decipher my dream? Yes, and if you want to use your talent, yeah, which exactly. I kind of I'm sorry, I just tweaked it because we don't really have spells. Um, That's exactly what I thought because I've only got a five for a cult, so it's unlikely to succeed. But thanks to my talent, Arcane Insight, I am allowed to, once per day, use my intelligence rather than just a straight occult check. 
So my intelligence is 80. Do it up. So that's, you know, quite a lot easier than a five. So watch me fail anyway. <laughs> that's a 50. So that's a success. All right. While you scientifically think that you probably picked up the snakes as you were going along and there were a bunch of snakes out on the path, the fact that they were falling from the sky feels a good deal more biblical than that. And they were devouring everything and everyone in their path. And you're a tad concerned that it doesn't just mean like you just had a lot of snakes on the road. You're a bit worried it could mean more. Well, then. I'll watch out for snakes in the future then. (laughs) You also noticed that one of your companions woke up in the same condition as you at the same time that you did. I'll note that right after my constantly changing accent. (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) All right. Are you guys going to share any of your dreams with each other? Are you guys kind of keeping it to yourselves? I am going to openly share my dream once I figure out what it means. And I would uh, ask why, uh, I mean, considering my own sweaty situation, I'd ask why someone else would share it. That they too have bad dreams. Doesn't sound bad to me. I mean, stars. Stars are probably worth a lot of money. I look at her sideways and I'm just like shaking my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dreams are important. They tell you things that you can't normally see. Can you repeat that? I said dreams are important because they help you see beyond what you cannot. Ah. Uh, Yeah, that's it. That's all I say. (laughs) 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 I was just like, okay, I've been too perfect. Not engaging in this conversation. She's just staring at y'all. Like, oh. Did, Did you have any dreams, Cassidy? Me? Nah. I slept like a rock. Mm. Must be peaceful being rock. I don't know. Y'all were snoring something fierce. <laughs> he starts giggling at himself. I asked the doctor if he had a bad dream. Well, you... I too dreamed of the stars. Tatanka. Tatanka. Sorry. Titunka. But... Titunka. I'm sorry. But in my dream, the stars did not spell out letters or comfort me. They turned into snakes that descended upon the earth to devour anything in their path. And they devoured all of us? We were there? Everything. Can I roll an occult again to see if I can decipher history? From yes. See how I roll a 98 and suffer stress. And as if on cue, I rolled a 97. Um, <laughs> that's not it's a, almost a critical sorry, failure. Yeah, okay. That's not a crit um, fail, at least. Sam's also on? just standing there really quiet. Well, not standing there, riding there very quietly, but she is giving the doctor the side eye because he just described her dream exactly. And that's a bit weird. <laughs> you know, she doesn't want to go looking for trouble. So. <laughs> <laughs> this never happened. And if we talk about it, it will have happened. So it never yes. happened. Exactly. I know. This is um, maybe the tea just unsettled you, Doc. I, you too had the tea, didn't you, Miss Mustang? Yeah, yeah. I'm real strong. I don't look it, but I am. Yeah, but 
if the tea was what unsettled me, then it evidently did not do the same to you, nor to Titonka. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're so old. <laughs> He's 29. Or 35. I am 29 years old. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's old to me. I mean, he's got a bum leg and he's balding. And like, oh, I may not look it, but I'm 29 years old. When you're a doctor. To, uh, to wow. be fair, in this time Let's period, you could call yourself a doctor <laughs> and work as a doctor even if your only qualification was the fact that your first name was Doctor. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Yeah, you could do. Granted, yes, I may have had some reactions to the tea, but I sincerely doubt that, considering well, I have no particular allergies to any plants that I know of that would not be outright poisonous to anyone else. I wanted to roll a cult to see if I could get... Uh knowledge about the doctor's uh, dream, but I rolled a 97. Yes, so you do not know of anything occulty that this could be, and you mm-hmm. have to kind of... I guess you could just give him a really bum interpretation of it. Um, I'm just saying maybe it's because his leg is interfered in his dreams. Well, that was really Pain. tame. That was, that Pain was a tame is response. not good for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to make the doctor suffer any more psychic damage. (laughs) 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 All right. Perhaps because of the later start or the shorter trip yesterday, today's ride is far more grueling. The red dirt and rock seems to stretch forever, distorting time and distance in a way that's as frustrating, frustrating mentally as it is physically. And now everyone gets to roll a sanity. Oh, God. Yes, if I roll 59 or 60, I'm going to be bothered. And you can't use luck on sanity, unfortunately. Oh, 92. That's the second Yay! Oh, I rolled 62. All right, do I have two failures or three? Yeah. Okay, I so 20. I failed. All right, so if you failed, take minus I three to your current stay. sanity. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone who lost that sanity, you start asking, are we there yet? Every five minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> is that not, why, why does that cost us sanity? Isn't it everyone else? Wouldn't it be Cassidy or Titonka that has us oh. on sanity then? Oh, I'm, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm just oh, like, no. <laughs> sanity. This is just a start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, so the three of you are all asking repeatedly, are we there yet? Tatanka and Cassidy now have to roll willpower checks to make sure that we don't try and throw rocks at your faces or pummel you to make you stop. Wow. Um, Cassidy uh, has the patience of a saint, so he's okay. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna roll and see what happens. I rolled a 62, which is definitely not it. I passed out. Are we there yet? What, what's your power? Uh, there oh yeah, you way past. Yeah, you way past that. Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> so you and Cassidy ride on a little bit ahead so that you're not listening to that noise the entire time. Uh, are we there yet? And they've gotten into a feedback loop where they're just driving each other crazy, which is part of why they lost the sanity that they did. I, I asked Cassidy if it happens on the trips regularly. Well, sometimes it does. 
Not usually this many people lose it at once, though. This is this is a bit much. But, you know, it's a big desert and there ain't nothing to look at. So I understand even as I hate it. Hmm. Maybe we should sing songs. There, there. Ooh, can I join? Maybe. <laughs> you well, can sure. Listen. Are we there? <laughs> what, what songs do you know? Uh, most of my ones I don't know, but uh, I don't know if you know. Country road, take me home to the place where I belong, West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) I I watch, I wait for the chorus to stop and then I join in. (laughs) I don't know the rest of the words, guys. That's it. That's it. Sorry. That's it. <gasps> Alright, you guys start singing. It's at least better than asking, are we there yet, every five minutes. Mm. And We're drowning the day, them out. <laughs> the day creeps on. <laughs> the sun sits at three o'clock when the horses all begin to fidget and shuffle at the same time, dancing from one foot to another, spinning in tight circles and whinnying nervously. The ground beneath you trembles like a train is approaching, but you haven't seen train tracks since you left Green River. A long, fine crack tears through the ground, running from somewhere far behind you and headed west-southwest towards the sun underneath you. And if you guys are staying on your horses, you need to do a ride or an animal handling to calm them down. And if you're going to get off, then you need to do an animal handling to make sure that your horse doesn't bolt. I'm going to stay stay on so ride, yeah. Hmm. I got 58, so I passed. Oh, crap. 86. <laughs> that wasn't a critical. Is it? Uh, I got 58, and I have a 25. Okay. I got 72, and I have a 15. <laughs> so well, our cowboy friend again. here does really well. Um, Cassidy does well enough that he manages to grab the reins of all the other horses that are losing it, so they at least don't bolt. Oh, good. Whew, that is a relief. Thanks, Cassidy. You're a lifesaver. That's what I'm here for. This, that was awful weird. There's a crack in the ground now. Mm-hmm. Is the ground still shaking, or has it ceased? No, it's more like one very large tremble, and it's it lasted maybe three seconds, and then it stopped. Or at least... Have I, have I ever experienced an earthquake or something the like before? Um, I don't think any of you probably have. Yeah. So, uh, um, so it's not a normal occurrence. Not as far as you know. Whoa. Gonna, uh, gently pat flame now that it stopped shaking and everything's calmed down and sort of mount off and like leave her reins and get her to stay there and sort of cautiously walk over to the vine crack just to have a look. Okay. I will follow. It's not like a, a crevice just opened up underneath you and swallowed the world whole. Um, it's probably six inches at its widest point, but it is pretty lengthy and intense for an earthquake in the middle of nowhere. Can I put my finger in it? <laughs> God. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh-huh. did guys put his finger in a crack? Yes. Yep. Phrasing, but um, yes. Phrasing? Um, <laughs> if you want to do, let's see. A natural world? Can I do natural world? Yes, you can. Um, I'm trying to figure out, like, how deep it is and what possible, like, if it's still vibrating. So it's it. Okay. Like, if there was more coming. Oh, I rolled a three. That's good enough. You know, that'll do. It's not vibrating, at least not 
in any sort of intensity near what caused the crack. And if it is, it's way further down from where you are currently that it's headed towards. From the look of it, it it looks like the crack was formed because the earth moved up suddenly. So like something was going underneath it and forcing it upwards. And it's not like the plates were just the plates of the earth were just rumbling away from each other. So I would like that means like I would have uh, my role would dictate that I would have experienced an earthquake before or had it explained to me by someone. Um, You don't know much about the earthquake itself. You know what you're feeling right now and you know what it looks like based on your understanding of where you live. So so you're saying that I would know that something burrowed underneath this super fast? Yeah, you've seen plenty of prairie dogs in your day. You've watched them kind of build some tunnels. Something It would have to be a very large prairie dog. I turn around and I say, looks like a prairie dog. And then I hold my hands out wide as possible. And I go, maybe about that big. (laughs) Oh, that's supposed to be that big. Not where I come from, though. I ain't never seen a prairie dog that big. But I done heard that there was one maybe in Kansas. The world's largest maybe is that big. And that is actually a thing. If you're ever in Kansas, wow. I don't know why you would inflict that on yourself. No offense, <laughs> Kansas. But if you're there, they have the world's largest prairie dog colony and the world's largest prairie nice. dog. And we just wow. say like it's a long way from Kansas to each other. <laughs> Do they usually dig that fast, though, prairie dogs? No. I mean, that was some rate. <laughs> yeah, he was. Even not. Even I, as a. Uh, as a man who believes in strange things, superstitions, I think we should ignore this one and keep moving. Where is it headed? Is it headed in the same sort of direction we're going? or So it's headed kind of at an angle. You're still kind of headed south. It's moving more west than south, but it's it moved almost diagonally underneath you. You could ask Cassidy if he knows where it's going. Yeah, I would ask Cassidy what's to the west in that direction. Well, that that there's Goblin Valley. I don't know what would do that or why it would be headed that way. Seems like all the trouble's heading there. Well, at least it's oh, headed more where we ain't. Stay away. Yeah. Well, I agree. You know, I'm you know I'm gonna go into Goblin Valley once we get there. I'm going to have to say my goodbyes. Move on. Um, well, that'll be sad indeed. I'm really gonna miss you, Tatanka. I'm gonna really miss me too. <laughs> Sam is going to go get back on her horse now. Mr. Cassidy, how far from Escalante is Goblin Valley? Well, I guess you could say that Goblin Valley is about the midpoint, so it's a couple days. Mm. A couple days riding. It's a longer walk. I was about to say to Tonka, if if you were willing to wait, I would like to settle in Escalante and take care of any of the most pressing business for folks, but then I would be very much willing to take a look inside Goblin Valley for that missing person case. That's very kind of you, Doctor. Um, more the merrier. I mean, not keen about leaving it for another day, but so many days have passed. Might as well. I will agree. I will accompany you. Well, and the sheriff's posse might have been there too. They were headed that way. They had a couple of days on us. Yeah. So maybe it's already handled. Maybe. Let's go to the city then and we'll, I'll double back if nothing else. I really want to help those people. They're from my tribe. Sally, what are you doing? 
Well, I'm I'm kind of I'm a little bit deep in, in thought after seeing well experiencing this kind of tremor because um I ain't never heard of no prairie dog causing like earthquakes. <laughs> um and also all this talk about like helping people and like doing things and I'm like, I just wanna go south. <laughs> Don't make me do I stuff. I don't really care why. <laughs> like, can can we just go somewhere? Uh, I feel a little bit vulnerable out in the open like this. Yeah, let's keep moving. And I get back on my horse. Agreed. I never Agreed. got off my horse, lest I not be able to get back on again. Yeah. You managed to get back up on your horses. Um, they're calmed down considerably. This is kind of scared them into some form of compliance. So the af- the rest of the air- ride for the afternoon isn't that terrible, though they do seem a little bit on edge. And as evening draws near, you approach the only structure for miles, a small mesa, maybe 30 feet high and 50 feet wide across the top. And there's a gentle slope up one side that Cassidy leads you up. And Cassidy has hopped down. There's kind of a makeshift tacking station made of rocks so it's almost like a cairn but big enough that a horse isn't going to walk away with it uh there's the ashy remnants of a fireplace that it's not on fire anymore but it's definitely been well used up here so what would you guys like to do as you get up here i'll put i'll latch my horse up tie my horse up and uh see if there's any help needed to kind of set up camp Help Cassidy. Uh, sure, he sets you to putting out bedrolls. I don't think Cassidy's going to trust you guys with fire anymore, so he'll handle that if you guys will set up like bedrolls and stuff. Is there water up here? Do we have to go get water? Or is, it, is that not a problem? Uh, you might have to ask Cassidy that. I will ask Cassidy if he needs water. Well, or if he knows where I can get some. There might be some in your saddlebags, but uh, that creek was the last time we're seeing water for a bit. Okay, so... I make a note about conserving water. I am going to try and stay on Jack for as long as possible. Because I know once I get off, I'm not going to be able to get on again. <laughs> I forgot that was your horse's name and I was quite confused for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, let's dodge. <laughs> um, Sam's going to just sort of get on with looking after... Well, I guess at this point, everybody's horses, if everyone's sort of getting to work, um, building up the camp, she'll take care of all the horses and like make sure to wipe down their noses and stuff, since there's not much in the way of war. Sure. Uh, what are you going to do when you get to Jack and Sally? I'm going to sort of look at her and be like, are you going to get off him? Give him a break? Uh, you see, you see, the problem is, if if I get it off... Um, I'm a little bit concerned I won't be able to get on again. He is a rather large horse. So you're just going to sleep on him? N- no. Wait, can I? Is that possible? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, theoretically, you could. Uh, you're going to have to be doing animal handling checks like once an hour to make sure he doesn't just flop over and then roll over on top of you or just dump you off the side of the mesa. It's not well advised, but you can totally do that. This horse is so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she's going to refuse to get okay, off. Okay, I'm going to dismount, but like very sort of quickly, like almost jump away from the horse <laughs> as I get off. 
Oh, okay. Roll a luck for me. Luck. What is my luck? Okay. Please dice be decent today. Yes, it's under 20, under 40. Okay, so you dodge off. Um, luckily, Jack is a little bit nonplussed by this, otherwise he probably would have been pretty spooked. And as you're dodging off, you dodge away from the edge of the mesa, so you don't oh, just good. roll off to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. So well, far, then... so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the horse um, just exchanges a look with Sam, like, what is she doing? Sam is going to share this look with the horse and give him a reach out to give give him a pat and then like set about feeding him and <laughs> making sure he's comfortable. All right, so you guys settle in. The horses are all fed and happy. Uh, Cassidy made sure that you guys were also fed and happy, though it's kind of a repeat beans and jerky fest that you've already had. Cassidy settles in with his notebook again, and this time he's got his front facing you guys back to the sun so he catches the last bit of light and he's pretty cautious about letting you see what he's doing Sam lets the man have his privacy could I like uh, I'm not trying to like peek on what Cassidy's doing but there's still a little bit of light left yes? Yeah there is Um, can I scan the horizon for any smoke or uh, anything that like seems Uh, That's a 40 off of 50. Nice. All right. So on the horizon, if your eyes are following that gray ridge that you've been following off to the west pretty much all day, um, you spot a spot in that ridge that's really interrupted by a bunch of red sandstone and canyon walls. And there is a little bit of smoke rising from well within that canyon interruption as it were um, but it's a uh, it's a good hard morning morning's ride away from you so it'd probably be about three or four hours away if you were riding with a purpose okay so okay and um if i'm correct i remember cassidy saying that we haven't gotten close to goblin canyon yet it's been, it's a while away yet we're going to be um, passing it by giving it a white foot something like that Yes, if you want to know where that is, you're probably going to have to ask Cassidy, like in relation I'll, to where you are right now. I'll kind of like mark, sort of like an air, like make a mark for myself to know where I'm looking at and then wait for him to be done with his uh, notebook. Okay. And this uh, Red Canyon interruption on that gray ridge is almost directly west of where you are right now, if that makes any difference. And he wraps up whatever he was writing. It takes him kind of a long time to write, and you get the impression that he's not that great at it. But not many people are nowadays, so, you know, he's probably average. And he carefully tucks his notebook back in his saddlebags and then settles in next to the campfire. I asked him about the thing I saw, and I said I saw smoke rising out of there. Is that where Goblin Canyon? Yeah, that's Goblin Valley. Could be the sheriffs. Could be Jack. Could be anyone in this one. Uh, at mention of Jack, I'm going to, I'm going to shuffle closer to uh, my horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, sort of looking at him, looking at the saddle, trying to figure out how quickly I can mount up. 
to go there or to get away? To get away. <laughs> okay. Um, if you wanted to make a quick break for it, you can. You're probably going to startle the horse, so it would be a hard dex check to make sure that you don't approach him in a way that makes him kick you in the face. Yeah, no, at the moment it's just, I just, just want to make, yeah, I just want to be ready. Okay, so you'll situate yourself. Run a yet. Just in case. So you'll situate yourself kind of closest to the horses with the fewest amount of interruptions between yes, you yes. and them. Yes, yes. Got it. I asked the doctor what work he has in Escalante and how long it will take. Well, I have yet to visit Escalante for the first time myself, so currently I've been informed that there will be an office waiting for me with furniture. While I um, I will myself establish a supply line for medicines, and I'm well carrying here with me in my bag the first and most necessary medicines and supplies for setting up my new clinic. Do you think the people would be happy to let you go as soon as you arrived in Escalante? Um, you said you wanted to come and see if you could help me find the missing girl, but it seems like you'll be quite busy once you get to the city. Well, as a doctor, my f- first obligation is to help people in need of better whether that be illness or kidnapping. I do my best to help anyone with immediate need in Escalante, and if the child has not been found, and the citizens of Escalante would be willing to let me go for a while, I'd be more than willing to help find her. I appreciate what you're doing. And are you, Didonka? I asked Cassidy if he knows the name of the sheriff in Escalante. Hmm, Escalante is pretty tiny. They don't really have a sheriff per se. They're pretty well self-governed because there's only maybe 50 of them there. Okay, well okay. For the big stuff like Laughing Jack, they'd probably go up to Green River to check in with the sheriff there. I see. Well, I guess that's that then. And um, I start brewing tea again. <laughs> Sam, seeing that he is brewing tea again, is going to go and sleep. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to chance that again. (laughs) Just learn a lesson the first time. I um, offer everyone a cup, starting with the doctor, of course. The doctor, Dr. Irving, will accept the cup with a nod and a thank you, and he'll start sipping. I offer Cassidy some tea. He takes it. He wasn't super into it yesterday, but it's been a long day and maybe today will be a little bit better. He still eyes it kind of suspiciously. Didn't this stuff give y'all some weird dreams? Well, I don't think it's the tea. Remember, it's what we do that makes what decisions we make that gives us wishes. And I drink my cup. Cassidy's looking at you quite confused, but he still starts sipping his tea anyway. He doesn't want to come off as rude at this point. Good for him. I have dynamite. Um, <laughs> if you're rude to me, I'm going to blow you up, just so you know. <laughs> I think that would destroy the Mesa and all of us. <laughs> well, yeah. game over. <laughs> yeah. It's one way to go. <laughs> well, that ended quickly. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, if Then, like, once I finish my cup of tea and I get it from everyone else, I go to sleep. 
don't think I'll uh, take a watch or anything. This place seems pretty safe. Um, I am gonna drink the tea and I am gonna keep watch because I'm feeling a little bit weary now about how close we are to other places. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cassidy has also uh, spun himself around so that he's facing west so that he can sit up and keep watch with you. Cool. What direction do you want to face? Uh, the moon is in the west, right? What is the phase of the moon this evening? That's a good question. Uh, let's find out. Uh, it's pretty dark. If it's anything beyond a new moon, it's the barest sliver of a crescent, so... Oh, so there's not much light. There's a lot uh, of stars, but that's about it. Okay, so so I'm going to face in the um, in the direction of what is it, this Goblin Valley? Okay. Yeah. Cool, Doctor. What are you doing? As the evening has worn on and people start settling in for sleep, I think the Doctor's been tired for most of the day and been thinking about the weird dream last night. I think he'd be eager to, oddly enough, go back to sleep and rest some more. So he'd just be trying to sleep as early as possible. Alrighty. It's a pretty quiet night. In the distance you hear some coyotes, but they're pretty far off. And that's about the only sound that you hear. Um, unless you want to roll a listen. Um, if I'm awake. No, I'm not. Yes. Yes, I want to roll a listen. I do. Five, yes! <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's wonderful. <laughs> All right, so you hear some odd um, zipping going overhead, and it... it uh, how do I explain this? So it's like a clicking, but with a Doppler effect, so it clicks, it gets louder as it comes overhead, and then the clicking fades pretty quickly. Okay, do I have any idea what that sound is? Uh, maybe if you natural world it, you might... Natural world. Do I have <laughs> natural world? That's the question. Uh, okay, let's see. Maybe I'm not. No, I'm a complete idiot. 74. <laughs> uh, you don't know off the top of your head what this could be. Okay. Um, Cassidy's still awake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sort of nudge him and mm-hmm. be like, uh, Cassidy, did you hear that? Do you know what it is? Oh, yes, bats. Bats. <laughs> Bugs. Oh, okay. No, that's good. That's good. You're awful okay. jumpy there, friend. Uh, uh, a little. <laughs> uh, we are in the middle of nowhere um, with a bunch, a bunch of strangers and, um, yeah, just a little bit anxious. That's all. Yeah, I'm a little bit anxious myself. This is a little bit closer to Goblin Valley than I like, and we're only going to get closer tomorrow as we get back on track, but we'll be by it soon enough. So, uh, why'd you name your horse Jack? Uh, he reminds me of the person that I got him from. Is that so? Very much so. Actually, so much so that I'm wondering whether or not maybe he left some of his bird in it. <laughs> um, okay, roll an appearance check right now for me, the APP. Okay. Yes, it's under 46. Alright, you're keeping your composure, even as he's asking a little bit of That's probing good. questions. 
That's really good. Well, if you got that from a from a man named Jack and he's awful surly, I imagine that you're pretty grateful you managed to get away with just a horse, huh? Uh, a, a very, very... Um, so because I'm trying to be nice to the horse now. <laughs> a very beautiful and strong horse. A magnificent stallion. Uh, your, your magnificent stallion is well asleep. Otherwise, oh, I'm God. sure he would be pleased to hear that. Oh, okay, okay. No, that that works. <laughs> <laughs> I was just nervous. I thought if I did, if I said something, God, he'd kick me. <laughs> <laughs> he would have to come all the way over there. <laughs> not that I he wouldn't do that. That yeah, for him for a horse, but <laughs> exactly. Um, no, uh, it wasn't just the horse. I got something else as well. Oh, like a yeah. saddle or something. Oh no, probably much more unique. Well, what was it? Uh, I don't actually know. It could be a f- Looks kind of like it if people like collecting knives. Oh, what kind of person sells a horse and a knife? A little weird. I don't know. Doesn't, isn't Tatanka a trader? Don't they sell everything? Well, uh, that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah. So how much did you get for him anyway? Hmm... Seems like a horse like that and a knife would go for a pretty penny. Yeah, I don't actually remember. Uh, Uh, Well, fly on that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What am I doing? Bluffing. Yeah, bluff fly. Bluffing. Okay. Oh my god. Shit. 28 on 25. Alright, he's... He does not believe that you uh, don't remember. Well, uh... A little odd. I think I would remember how much I paid for a horse that handsome and a, a fancy knife. Well, I do tend to drink a lot, especially uh, when I'm feeling anxious. I mean, right now I don't have anything on me, but generally just to take the edge off my nerves, I drink quite a lot, uh, which impairs the memory, you know. You can ask the doctor about that. I'm pretty sure that he will uh, uh, verify that. Hmm. Well, we all have our vices. I can't say I haven't had a share of, you know, a good share of moan hooch here, so I try not uh, to anymore. Yeah? Why? Oh, that's a, a little on the deeply personal side, but, uh, you know, accidents just happen. Kind of accident? Uh, y- you know, like, uh, you accidentally walk away with a horse and a knife. And he gives you oh, a no. point. I've never look. done anything like that before. <laughs> no, never. Nah. People never do that. No, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I am going to stare up into the sky uh, at the stars to see if I can find the constellation that I saw in that dream. Um, actually, roll me an intelligence check. Uh, 29. Nice. It's severely under young. All right. So as you're pondering this constellation that you saw from your dream, um, mm-hmm. you remember seeing something very similar on the knife that you stole. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to get up and move closer to the fire um, and take the knife out and sort of like look at it very carefully. Did I share the image with you guys of what it looked like? No. I don't think I did. Okay. Let me grab it real quick. 
And I will post it in the chat so you can see it. Computer's thinking about it. <laughs> we are waiting with bated breath. I'm sure. I'm expecting the mark of sorrow. I feel like I should shut my eyes because this isn't what I saw. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ah. Okay. So Not that's the, the huh. constellation, and also you find this etched in the hilt of the knife. Okay. Um, I'm going to just start sort of tracing it. Like, while I'm trying to think about it, because I'm assuming I know nothing about constellations. That's probably just, a pretty safe assumption. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to sort of get a feel for what it means. You know how sometimes when you look at art or something like that? So I'm sort of tracing the, the, itch, the itch work and trying to get a, a feel for it. Uh, let's do another intelligence check. I think this one would be treated more like an intuition check, but... Okay. 33! Man, you're rolling like crazy, Dave. Yay! Somebody's dice are finally behaving themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're very much reminded that you've seen far too many snakes on the trip so far. Oh, okay. This is a little bit disturbing. I'm going to go and shake Tatanka awake and ask him ah, what the what? snakes mean. What What do the snakes mean? Hey, wake up! Wake up, oh, you can't like... now. Wake up! <laughs> is he holding the knife? <laughs> yes, yes because I forgot to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? what are you... Is, it, is this about the tea? <laughs> no. Why no, the tea's you... fine. And then, do I see the symbol on the... On the uh, so far, all you see is this uh, woman standing over you with a knife. What is it? What time is it? Is it morning? No, it's not morning at all. But I need listen. I need to know about the snakes and the stars. There's this constellation that looks kind of like this, and I hold the 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 knife out to him. So I'm holding the blade and just showing him the hilt. Okay. Mm. Can I roll a cult to see if there's any significance? Mm, sure. Or like snakes. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly a 40 on a 40. Ah, uh, all right. So as far as you understand snakes in more than just a that, that sure is an animal kind of capacity, um, <laughs> snakes are typically seen as beings of change and transformation. Like they shed their skin and kind of become something new. So they're not necessarily evil there's kind of few spirits that really are outright malicious in your culture but um snakes typically aren't one of them they just are and in this uh multitude of snakes given how many you've seen you think that they're probably agitated by something and that the change might be a good deal more drastic than what change normally means in the desert seems some kind of changes are going to happen, but I cannot yet tell if it's good or bad. Uh, mm. the, why? How do you know the symbol? Like, how do you know that it's significant? How do you know it's a symbol? Well, well, I, I had a dream, right? And in this dream, there was this constellation, and it was beautiful, and everything was just peaceful, and I felt really, really happy actually um that was last night and then tonight while i was uh 
chatting to Cassidy, I just thought, oh, I remembered that I'd spotted something on my knife that reminded me of the constellation. And while I was thinking about it, like really in depth, I thought about the snake and how there had been quite a few of them today. And I wasn't sure if that was normal not knowing anything about snakes so I thought I'd ask you because you're native and uh, he kind of like he's looking at the knife and then he's looking over at Cassidy is Cassidy asleep Uh, no he's still awake but he's got his back to you so that he can face the rest of the plane that's around you okay um, (laughs) I ask uh, Sally to I gesture over to like a corner that's further away but not dangerously off the mesa. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's important to specify that. <laughs> yes. Um, once we are far away enough, I whisper to her, did you notice Cassidy making notes again? Well, he has had his book out. Yeah, but um, the last time the doctor asked him, he was happy to share. This time, he seemed a bit more concerned about keeping it. I snore. <laughs> I, I get startled and look at the doctor. Hey, God bless that man. He has a long life. <laughs> <laughs> he he did say that he's got like, um, well, it did seem to me like he was withholding some of his personal information, but, you know, sometimes it's not good to dig. You remember how I um, helped you out in town near the stables? Maybe yeah. Everyone, you know, a bit more comfortable around you. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Well, and, I, and I shake your hand very heartily. Yeah. Seems like uh, you're far more capable of being quiet than I am. I mean, not by speaking, but by moving around. You think you could get a hold of Cassidy's book once he goes to sleep? Sure. No problem. And I grin very mischievously. Okay. Now, I want you to take a look at what he was writing and then put it back where it belongs. I don't want him to suspect anything. Alrighty. Okay, I'm going back to bed. And I hand her the, and I hand her the knife back. I'm, okay. I'm 35. I'm pretty old in these days. <laughs> and for someone who's a nomad, that's yeah. something. Yeah, I have like, you know, a bad back carrying this huge bag around. Um, <laughs> I go back, like, roll over, go to sleep, and then just let whatever happens happen. (laughs) Okay. Hmm, alrighty. So I'm gonna watch Cassidy, I'm waiting for him to fall asleep, and then I'm going to attempt to steal his notebook. Oh, well, luckily, he was a good deal more tired than he really expected that he would be. And it doesn't take long before you notice that his head just droops forward. The brim of his hat touches his chest, and he's pretty out. Okay. Um, I am going to attempt to steal his notebook. Did I see where he put it? Uh, yeah, he put it in his saddlebags. Okay. I'm going to steal it, and then hopefully I can read really fast, too. <laughs> okay. Um, Jack the horse sees you coming, and he starts <laughs> kind of making some huffy noises at you. I'm going to go shh, 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 shh. Animal handling. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, dear. Dear, 44. Oh, good. 
Hey, he's not he's not super loud, but he knows that you're trying to be quiet, so he just lets out a, a pretty mighty neigh. Oh my gosh. Let's see if Cassidy wakes up for this. Nope, Cassidy is dead to the world. He must be a lot more tired than we imagined. Jeez, that's a relief. Okay, let's try this again. I'm gonna try to steal that notebook. Uh, sleight of hand. 17. Alright, uh, that proves a little challenge for you. You pull that notebook out quietly and efficiently. Now, to read it, you're going to have to go back to the fire. Yeah, I'm going to walk back towards the fire so I can read it, but I'm going to focus on the last few pages that he's written. Okay. So once you get there, you start taking a peek at it, and it does seem like he's been taking notes on the trail and the trip so far. Uh, He wrote a little confused and worried message about the earthquake that you'd experienced earlier, and... He wasn't. He didn't act all that concerned before, but in his journal, mm-hmm. you can tell he's a little bit more concerned about it. It's mostly filled with a lot of question marks. Earthquake? Question mark? Question mark? Here? <sighs> what are they up to? Oh, uh, okay. And then in the back few pages, uh, there's yeah. a letter inside addressed to Mary Beth Patterson in Salt Lake City. It hasn't been sealed. It's almost as though it hasn't been mailed yet. Ooh, I'm going to read that later. <laughs> oh, dear. Huh. Okay, I'm very quickly going to put everything back, put the letter back in the back of the book, put the book back in the saddlebags, then co and um sit next to cassidy and pretend to fall asleep next to him ish does that make sense yeah that's what i'm gonna do um is the goal just to stay awake and like keep an eye on him or are you just pretending like you were there the entire time i'm pretending like i was there the entire time got it okay so you're not quite sure at what point you fell asleep, uh, but you mm-hmm. definitely re- remember dreaming. Um, okay. And this is everyone except Tatanka. You all have this same dream. You dream of riding along a canyon wall on a bright spring day. You're hunting something or someone, and you feel so close to finding them. Your companions round a corner ahead of you and start screaming. Blood splatters the canyon wall, and you can hear ripping sounds. You turn to run, only to be hit by the butt of a gun. As you hit the ground, your eyes open to a new day peeking over the horizon. And Tatanka, you wake in the middle of the night to dancing firelight. One of your ancestors sits by the fire, stoking it gently and waves you over. They speak, but it's difficult to understand, muffled and hissing, a whisper spoken with a forked tongue. Their pupils become slits and scales creep into being at the edges of their face. They chant the same word over and over as they become more snake-like. Beware! Spoken over a dripped fangs. They lunge across the fire at you, and you open your eyes to a gray dawn covered in sweat. So you all wake up around the same time. You're all very distraught. And Cassidy is already up working on breakfast. I hate this place. (laughs) Do you say that out loud? She probably mumbles that, yeah. And then gets up and starts morning routine stuff. Uh, I get up as well and I wipe my brow and I try to make sure that like um, everyone is still around, all the horses are there, nothing's happened, no changes have happened. 
And uh, uh, spot hidden for me then. Oh, okay. That's uh, not gonna work. It's a fifty-nine off. Uh, 50. All right. Well, luckily, all of the horses are there, and all of your companions are, and they don't appear snake-like. Good. Uh, I say to myself as I get up and I go and see if uh, Sally's awake. I'm going to very gingerly rub my head uh, where it got hit by that dream gun (laughs) and wake up very slowly and look around me to see where Cassidy is. He's behind you by the fire. He kind of just let you sleep where you were sitting. Okay. Okay. He's not doing anything weird. He's doing normal camp stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah, as far as you can tell, this is all just normal camp stuff. Okay. Okay, good. Good. Uh, What kind of weird, though? Like, anything out of sorts. Does it look like he's leaving messages or signals? Uh, Okay, now you can roll a spot hidden on that. 33! Squeaked under. All right. Uh, As he reaches to grab the tin coffee percolator, you notice a brand on his wrist that had previously been hidden by his glove. And you've gotten pretty familiar with this symbol the last day or so. It's the cursive capital Z with an arrowhead wearing a crown. Okay. Okay. And now Tatanka has approached you. All right. I just, like, nod my head and then kind of wait for the report. Uh, alright. So, I make a show of going over to my horse in my time. I'm going to get up and walk towards Tatonka, but, and very, like, stretch, very, like, um. Obviously. <laughs> not obviously, exuberantly, like, stretch exuberantly. <laughs> like oh, it's crazy so stretch. Well. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stretch. Um, I stole the diary and stuff without getting noticed. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stretch, yeah. Like a really like big one. Um, and walk towards Tatanka and go, Hey, trader, I could totally, well, I could use some of that uh, expensive tea you've got. Sam, you're yeah. over there as well at this point. Let me see if I've got some in my bag. And I start going through it like, Tell her to come take it, like, come closer so I can talk. Okay. Um, Sam is not interested in their conversation because as far as she's concerned, those two are just weirdos. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's not slept well the last couple of nights. She's determined to get to see Sonny Thompson and just, you know, get to work. And <laughs> None of this is happening and I don't need to work. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is to be so weird to go back to your regular character though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's just, she's not interested in any of this, but I was going to ask, see the canyon from the dream. Does she recognize it at all? Has she ever been in a canyon that looked like that? Um, you don't currently. You've okay. never seen it before. So it's okay. That's so that's even weirder. Is but it's like the landscape. Is it similar to what we've been traveling through, or more familiar it, from what I've had from home? No, it's pretty similar to what you've been going through so far. Very okay. deserty. Okay. Well, that's all right then. So she's probably just been thinking about that a bit. I'm thinking whatever. I just got on with the horses and making <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> sure, just, this is yeah, fine. Whatever. Everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. No, just, just having weird dreams. 
it is cool. I'm traveling with a bunch of weirdos. That's why I'm having the weird dreams. It's the weirdos. It's the weirdos. <laughs> Doctor, what are you doing? And uh, Doctor Irving wakes up, scratching the sleep out of his eyes, noticing that most other people have woken up. Oh, we breaking camp? Yep. You're just going to have some breakfast soon. All right. Given the last weird dream, or the weird dream la- the night before this, I don't think Dr. Jensen would care much at all. So About he, anything? <laughs> at this point, he's sort of got his plate full, going to set up shop in a new town, and then planning an excursion to find a kidnapped child. At this point, the actual journey for Dr. Irving, you just move along. <laughs> You're compartmentalizing like a ch- That is a skill that I presume especially Wild West decisions need. But it's also it's also like a rational thinker's thing. You're like, okay, that's it, I'm done, next. Yeah. Alright, so uh, Sally and Tatanka are conspiring. Hmm. Yes. Um, so I'm going to... Um, as I said, walk up to Tonka, ask for the tea, and then sort of make a big show of like making a lot of extra noise, like I'm walking really loudly, and <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. Um, I'm just imagining you like moseying along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Howdy, everybody. Pleasant morning. Hello. <laughs> Like shaking the saddlebags, like where's the tea, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and then I'm going to say to Tatonka, uh, I think we may have a slight problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I suspect that uh, um, Cassidy here is working for uh, that that criminal, that Jack, that everyone keeps talking about. Oh yeah? How do you like yeah. that? What did you read? Well, uh, found something of his that's rather personal. Yeah, I think he's working with Jack. He seems to be trying to, well, he seems confused a lot of the time, like about things that have been happening around the VR and what we're up to. Uh, I mean, I'm not up to anything. Not a thing. (laughs) Not a thing. Very convincing. But I mean, you lot. (laughs) Who knows? So I just thought I'd uh, give a general warning. I don't know. Maybe you want to chat to the others. You seem to be a lot more approachable than I am. Yeah, but what did you find? Like, um, he's just curious about stuff. That's not something to be... No, no, no. It's this personal stuff. I'm not in the habit of sharing personal business <laughs> just going yeah. through it yeah <laughs> so you think he's uh, working do you have any way to prove that he's working for Jack yes I do okay you see he's got this mark on his uh, on his wrist um it's pretty it reminds me of them snakes and the dream and the constellations and that's definitely got something to do with Jack okay um well I'm still rattled from my dream, so I can't like um, focus on what Sally is saying because I'm trying to ask for proof. Um, but I'm like, okay, I'll talk to the others, and maybe it'll just be better to just straight up confront Cassidy about things. 
Not ask him what's uh, going on. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's not such a good idea. Uh, yeah, what if? What? What if he's? What if he's? What if he? He signals Jack yes. and and then we there's, all. There's four of us and one of him, and we're nowhere close to Jack. We're three or four hours away. Even if he screams, I doubt it'll get anywhere. Still, it's I don't know, and 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 the the dark and. Uh, Sam. Sam seems like 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 a good person. I don't really want to get either of them into any trouble. It's not about trouble. It's about us being in danger. If we're in some kind of danger, you think that, right? We're in some kind of proper danger, right? Yeah, pro- probably, then, probably. Then it's better to avoid that. But not by confrontation. Not through confrontation. Usually, you well, run away from danger. You don't go towards it. Yeah, but like Cassidy is dangerous. He doesn't seem like he'd shoot us all. He seems pretty. He seems like an okay kid. Maybe if we discuss it with him, he'll come through. Maybe it won't be for open to violence. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna have anything to do with. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna stay with my horse right. and. Uh, you just back me up when I need proof. Okay. Uh. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And I I hand her like a small packet of tea, like just a small whatever I have left essentially. I okay. I, I'm Red. going to make tea very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> as loudly as one can make tea, I presume. Yeah, swearing at the at the kettle and you know kicking stones and you know. So does Cassidy look well rested, or does he look even tired, or does he look just fine? Is there something I should roll for that? No, he looks fine. He looks, he looks fine. like he slept okay. Like everyone else, it's a little bit rattled, but apart from that, I think it was fine. Yeah. Okay. So I wait until we start having breakfast, and as soon as everyone's going to put the first morsel past their like, mouth into their mouth, I'm going to say, "Any weird dreams, anybody?" this time and just kind of like eat my bit, slurp my tea loudly. <laughs> um, I'm wow. going to rub the back of my head when he says that. Sam's just going to like look at him and then not say anything. The daughter's just going to take another bite and then ask after having chewed and swallowed his food, why you're asking to Tonko? I don't know. Something's bad in the air. I can't really tell what it is, but maybe it's just superstition, Doctor. But I feel that uh, something's definitely changing. And as I say this, I look at Cassidy to see if he reacts to the word change. Nope, I don't no. do it. I don't do it in the obvious, like dramatic way, like do a double take. I just look. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you mention it, I did have a a sort of weird dream. I turned into a dog. Ah. I was running around with other dogs, and we were having a good old time. That, that is an interesting dream. <laughs> can I can I pay attention to his wrist, like see if his uh, tattoo flashes? Like if I can. Um, see if you're trying to be subtle about it, do a spot hidden. If you're trying to be obvious about it, uh, you're just going to be obvious about it. I'll be subtle. Okay. That's a three. Nice. Wow. Um, now that. You're a little bit more aware. Uh, you catch flashes of it, but he kind of works to keep his sleeve down so that it isn't quite so obvious. Hmm. You were saying, Doctor? Oh, 
Nothing in particular. Just have you had any weird dreams, Tatonka? A very weird one. I dreamt of an old man from my tribe, and uh, I couldn't quite get to what he was saying. And then he turned into a snake and jumped at me. And then I woke up. I've never had these many weird dreams in my travels since the last time. And then Titanka, like, tries to swallow that last bit of information because he doesn't want to talk about it. Hmm. In the stories from our tribe, the snake is a trickster, but not with malice. Something to do with changes, shedding their skin. You know? uh, considering, like, I keep having these dreams, I wonder if either it's a byproduct of seeing so many snakes or if there's actually snakes in human form running around. Chuckle as I sip more tea. Sam's going to finish her breakfast and <laughs> sort of give everyone a little nod and then get up and go and check her saddlebags and her weapon and just check that everything's in order. Kind of sort of get ready. Start preparing to leave. But she's also just going to oh double God. check her rifle. Now, <laughs> can we get on? Uh, if Cassidy's still sitting there, um, I kind of ask him like uh, what he used to do before he was uh, before he used to take people around between cities. Oh well, I grew up on a ranch. Yeah, seems like a ranch is good, safe living. How come you took up this dangerous line of work? Oh, it's it was just boring. That was time for me to leave. Left someone behind? Yeah, my my mom and my sister. Yeah. Do you write to them? Occasionally. Not as often as I should, but, you know, whenever I'm in town, I take them to church and I stay with them and check up on the ranch, make sure everything's okay. You know, just the kind of things that a good son does. Seem like a good person. Well, I try. Needs to be more like you in this one. Oh, and I get up and uh, I stare at his wrist for uncomfortable amount of time before walking in. <laughs> oh. um, he's a little off-put, but not enough to say anything. Right. Jeez, that's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to get a rise out of him, see if anything. Oh, if that's what you were doing, then uh, roll yeah. intimidation. Intimidation? Yeah. What is that? Is that like there's an intimidate skill? There's, I'm not very good at it. Yeah, there's always a chance. <laughs> there's always a chance. It, this is not the one because I rolled a 91. <laughs> All right, so you try to go for like pointed stare, yeah, and it just comes off as like, tell me more. I, and he's I not zoned out. interested. Yeah, I zoned out. Um, I go back to doing my regular stuff. If I find the doctor alone, and Sam alone for even like a minute or so, I will just uh, tell them that I'm sus- I suspect Cassidy's up something. And just to be careful. If I'm wrong, then nothing's the matter. If I'm right, then we're prepared. Um, the doctor will, uh, uh, or could our guide be up to then? I'm not entirely sure, but it seems that we need to keep our eyes open the closer we get to Goblin Valley. Something strange is happening. And Doctor, I know you're a learned man, and sometimes you don't look upon native wisdom as being accurate, but call it a hunt. Just uh, something's up. Oh, I shall endeavor to keep my eyes open and my ears peeled. Yes. Like I said, if I'm wrong, then 
it's fine. Young Cassidy is not to blame for um, but if something bad is happening, I don't know. I'm going to try and see if I can get a rise out of him, if I can see if I can spot some weakness. But other than that, just be careful. And I go over to Sam and I just say, you know, um, it'd be a really good idea to just keep your guns loaded and ready, just in case. We're passing by Goblin Valley, so can't be too sure. She kind of gives him the side eye. Aren't you planning on going into Goblin Valley? Well, the doctor convinced me to come to Escalante for a bit. It would be good to have support on the way to the valley. To be honest, I'm still undecided. But right now, all this weird shit is happening and I don't have a clue on it. I just know something bad's happening. I can feel it. So Sam doesn't know what to say at this point, but her facial um, expression can only be described as completely bewildered so mm-hmm. she's just like right <laughs> there's yeah. some weird stuff going on but you know I, he's not said anything to her about Cassidy because she was away over with her horse so he's just coming over saying you know yeah I'm just saying keep you know keep your weapons ready just in case something happens. um anyways and I just kind of like don't say anything more and I just walk away I don't know how to interact <laughs> with Sam because she's the She's the person I've spent the least amount of time with. I'm just sort of shakes her head and checks on her horse and, you know, continues to look like, are we going yet? Are we going yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, soon enough, Cassidy joins in getting everyone ready to go and saddled up. And he carefully leads you down the mesa and then sets a course due west with the sun glancing over your left shoulder. And he keeps... <laughs> what? Sorry. Is it west in the direction of the fire I saw yesterday, or a little bit east? No, it's pretty much in that direction. Okay. Easiest way to Escalante takes us awfully close to Goblin Valley. So I'm just anxious, so everybody be real careful. We don't know what happened with the sheriff. Hopefully he got Jack and crew, and we don't have to worry about it, but just in case, just be on your guard, folks. Yeah. All right. Can Sam have a look about? Is she the only one... With a weapon. Um, so, I have a gun no. I display. Uh, I have it. Yeah, you, Tataka has a revolver. San, or Sally has a revolver. Yeah. Um, Cassidy has a 12 gauge shotgun, and you don't see any obvious weapons on Dr. Irving. Then I have a scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful weapon of all. I mean, if you're up close enough. <laughs> as, we dis- as we discussed last week, if I had enough time, I could use medicine to attack with the scalpel, and I have a 70 in medicine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam is just going to sort of take note of what weapons everybody's got, the general condition of them. Um, without getting your hands on them, you can tell they're okay. They should hopefully work. Okay. You don't see any, like, obvious defects. They're not, like, she's not like hard or really yeah. rusty. She's not 100% confident that either of them can use them, though, so... <laughs> hmm. Well, <laughs> where's Sam in the in the trail that we're making in the in our in our riding order? Is she in the back, in front? Um. Well, it would depend how well Sally and Jack are together. Yeah. That is an interesting question. How well are Sally and Jack doing? <laughs> everybody roll a ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I took the first roll I made. Make tonight would have a better chance. 
The doctor can't wait for automobiles to be invented. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, no. Well, that's a 75, and I have a 15, so that's big old Phaeton. Yeah, 90, 92, so... Oh what? my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 67. Sam rolled a 56, and hers, her ride is 61, so she's okay. <laughs> so she's probably either right up front with Cassidy, depending on how his horse is doing, or she's behind everybody. She's probably more likely behind everybody because there's less chance of her horse getting kicked if she's got a little bit of distance between yeah, her. Since you passed your ride um, and you've gotten into a really comfortable groove with your horse, um, you're doing okay. And you can kind of choose wherever you want to be. Everyone else, uh, two days of riding have done your behind no favors. You're uncomfortable, your horse is uncomfortable, and you're counting the steps until you never have to do this again. And everyone who failed gets to lose one sanity. <gasps> oh my gosh, really? Okay. Well, um, I would like to fall back uncomfortably. Sam, kind of. Uh, to Sam's kind of positioning in the writing order, and I'm assuming we're far away from Cassidy, so I'll speak quietly but clearly, and uh, I say that like she doesn't uh, speak much, and I appreciate that. Um, and uh, I say that like I had uh, I had our friend with the beautiful horse take a look at Cassidy's notebook. Um, Why would you go do something like that? Well, because. Something was off. Um, Did you have her go looking through my things? No. Um, I don't think, well, you'd have to ask her that, but I, I didn't ask her to do anything like that. Look, I'm just suspicious. Um, did everyone see the symbol in the first dream, or is the symbol just for the people who had the good dream? The symbol was just for the people who had the good dream. Okay. So there are a lot of coincidences that are happening and I'm sure you understand that like a lot of coincidences don't make sense hence why I'm feeling weird about everything what's a coincidence it's like when lightning strikes twice in the same place not very common Does that make sense I guess look um what she she didn't tell me what she found in Cassidy's notebook, but I noticed he has a strange-looking mark on his wrist, which matches something I saw in my first dream, which is one coincidence. And the second thing is that our friend with a beautiful horse has a knife with the same symbol on it that I saw in my dream, and that's on Cassidy's arm, wrist. Sorry. That is an uncanny coincidence. Hmm. It's awfully unlikely to happen. Sam's still giving him the side eye. She is mostly concerned that he was asking people to go snooping through people's things. Like, she's pretty simple, so she's just eyeing him up and like, right. So, the chances of that happening are quite rare, and something's the matter, and I think Cassidy is hiding from us. I don't know if it's good for us or bad for us, or if it's any of our business, but since we're all traveling together and we all want to get places that we have to be, I don't want anything bad to happen. Already, this entire trip has been strange. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree that it's strange, but it's a strange place. The desert gets strange. I would say going snooping around people's things and knowing about their business is going to bring trouble. 
So maybe we should just keep our heads down, get past this Goblin Valley, and, you know, just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she sort of gives her horse a pat and, like, starts looking forward and concentrating on the ride. <laughs> I, uh, I just kind of, like, now that I've, like, said my piece, I kind of just let the ride happen as it happens. Basically keeping an eye out for anything weird, like the earthquake or more stakes. There are indeed small tremors that continue to rumble across the desert, some as strong as the one you experienced yesterday, but not every single one. And then uh, you can roll an intelligence check. Oh boy. Uh, an eight. Nice. All right, so they the tremors aren't continuous, but they do seem to keep some sort of time or schedule. Okay. It doesn't really mean anything to you at this point. Mm. Can I roll natural world to... Like, would I have to roll natural world to understand that snakes burrow? Like, is there a snake that burrows, or do they... Uh, yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm due for a bad roll, so... <laughs> oh no, 34. Off of 60. Off nice. of 60. Um, you know that there are some snakes that burrow? Uh, they don't tend to get very big, though. Like The ones that do. Nothing that would cause, like, say, a crack in the earth or these tremors. Nothing comes to your mind, no. That's it. I'll just quietly write it out. Unless there's like thousands of snakes doing that. Hmm. Can I say the Indiana Jones line when it's appropriate? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. We'll let you get that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As the morning drags on, uh, you near a red sandstone canyon entrance, the one that you've seen from afar and you come across an ambush. Bodies lay in tatters, parts are strewn across the area, and now I believe, uh, oh no. So it looks like uh, just Sally is going to have to roll a sanity check because everyone else is immune to it. This is a lot of body horror right now, and luckily the doctor has seen it all before, and uh, Sam and Tatanka are hardened to it. Hmm. I've managed to live pretty long from like a native, so I've seen some pretty weird shit. <laughs> uh, it's a fail. Yay! Alright, uh, do you have your deep? Why on? yay? This is I my entire have... goal. This is... Yeah, this now is the beginning of the end. <laughs> I do have a d4, must I roll? Yes, please. Uh, you've one. been succeeding every roll tonight, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> Failed wow. ones that count. Alright, this is uh, gross and disgusting, but um, everyone except Tatanka, you recognize that this scene is very similar to the dream that you had last night, including the man who was hit by the gun, who is now the only one in this area that is mostly still in one piece. He's missing half his leg, which he appears to have put a tourniquet on before succumbing (sighs) to his wounds. Had you seen all of this through his eyes? Who knows? You all better roll sanity, though, for me, because this is well beyond your normal. Oh, jeez, that's terrible. I rolled a 19. Oh, 82! (laughs) I got a 26, so I, for once, succeed on a sanity check. I rolled a 14, so I succeed, too. Wow. We are giving you the pleasure of driving us crazy. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Well, Tataka, you didn't have that dream, so this is just 
horrifying, but not in the same sort of way. So you're okay, um, especially since you're still immune to the body horror. Uh, But it was an 80-something? That was me, 82. All right, D4 again. Yeah. Two. I'll get you yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Um, You're starting to feel like these canyon walls are kind of moving in a little bit. So I'm I'm going to to cling like harder to the to Jack's rein um, and sort of start kind of um, almost like scrunching myself up. Like smaller while I'm riding. <laughs> Jack is right there with you, and he starts edging back away from. Him. Oh gosh! Like for once, you two are on the same page. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna hug the horse. <laughs> Can I? Um... <laughs> this is very Stop unpleasant. Me. I I asked the like I kind of look around to see if I can see any uh, badges, so like lawmen. If these are lawmen, I'd like to see that. Well, the pieces that are still around are relatively small. There's an arm here and a leg there, and the only big chunk of anything is this one remaining man, and he does indeed have a deputy's badge on his chest. So, do all these bodies look like they've been torn apart? You're going to have to look closer, and you might need to get the doctor's opinion on that. Yeah. Well, I, I was wondering more of a natural world rule because surely Sam in her life will have seen like mountain lion attacks, wolf attacks, all that kind of. Yeah, you can do that. So that makes sense. You've definitely seen a bear tear a goat apart before. Yeah. Okay. Um, how far away would we need to ride from the guide and Sam? Uh, you guys all turned the corner around the same time as you were kind of trying to skirt this wall of canyon ahead of you so you're all kind of close together and he's pretty well let's see how he's doing oh no he's throwing up okay he's alive oh no no uh cassidy is throwing up oh cassidy's throwing up is it immediately obvious that the person in question is dead you might have to go find out for sure because if it is not immediately obvious the doctor will try will given that he succeeded on the sanity check ride for the body. Sam would like to stop him riding for the body because you said that this was an ambush, right? It sure like, appears that way. Did you pass sure your natural world? Um, I haven't rolled it yet, actually. Oh, okay. Cool. My natural world was a was a one. So. Oh, nice. Okay, so roll the d6 and add that to your current natural world score. That's a six. Nice. Um, yeah, it, this... From the pieces that you've seen, they definitely look torn. Gosh. And so... Doctor, are you riding forward? I mean, if no one's stopping me, I would ride for the body. Sam's For the person in, in danger. Sam is totally going to stop him because if something is down there that's done this, it could still be there, she's assuming. Right, so she doesn't can... want him going forward. Also, I'm a very good rider. Uh, both of you should roll a ride and tell me what you get. And- Oh, yeah. <laughs> 86. 40. <laughs> okay, so she unfortunately stops you before you get too, too close. Um, is Cassidy still throwing up? Yeah, he hasn't been projectile vomiting this entire time. He was just hmm. just the once, and then he's been kind of cleaning himself up, and he's been pretty horrified by this. I, um, hmm. Well, that yeah. sense. Keeps getting stranger. Um, yeah. 
Did you see something, Sam? I'm just thinking, you don't know what's done that, and you don't want to go riding down. Just hell for leather in there, in case yeah. whatever did that gets you to... <sighs> Can I look around to see if I see any uh, glinting of glass or, like, um, metal or anything that, like, would look like give away someone's hiding? Like a bush or something, like, check the foliage. <laughs> sure. It's not hidden for me. It's not good. It's 95. I don't see it. <laughs> well, there's no shrubs, so at least nobody's hiding. And your your back is to the uh, open desert plain that you just walked through. And right. then this canyon wall goes straight up in front of you. So whether or not anyone's up top, you don't know. But it doesn't seem like there's anybody else here but you. Can I see any bullet casings on the ground? Like anything that would say that this was a firefight? Uh, you're also going to have to spot hidden on that one. Oh, I tried doing that. Much better. 35. You don't see any bullet casings. Okay. I just tell Sam, it's like I don't see any bullets on the ground. It wasn't um, a shootout. I'm going to go up to Cassidy. Um, okay. And I'm going to like speak like very close to him because I don't necessarily want the others to hear me. Um, and I'm going to say, M- Mordecai, did Jack do this? Because if he did, is he coming back? Dun, dun, dun. Is he using the name? He's <laughs> on the letter already. Yep. So, uh, I'm freaking out, okay? This is not cool. Yeah, it is. If it were possible for him to get paler upon coming to see this, uh, he gets just maybe a shade lighter and looks at you a little wild-eyed, but how should I know? We just got here. Okay, so uh, you don't know where he is, do you? Wait, how'd you know my name? It's a how'd skill. You? It's a skill. No, just just ignore that. Listen. No, I'm not just going to ignore that. He can't He can't do this, can he? Or he Who is do this? Oh. <laughs> oh, if you're going to hear that, you have to roll a listen. Because they're off to the side. Oh, was and that off to of, the side or was that not yeah. out loud? Right. No, they were, I mean, it was sort of, it was kind of hissed and whispered between the two of them. So if you're going to hear it, it's going to be a listen. That was a 78, so no. Now you're pretty preoccupied with this gross scene in front of you. Can I see them arguing and like grasping at each other? <laughs> uh, you've been looking for bullet casings, so I have been looking for bullet casings. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so did he do this? Do you think he can do this? Do you know where he is? Like, is he on his way here? Is he somewhere? Well, you stole from him, so you probably know about as much as I do. <sighs> okay. Yes, I did steal from him, but as far as I'm concerned, it was fair trade. For, for what? And then I wink at him. How do I know that you didn't lead us here? Well, I guess I, I led you here, but... Yeah, exactly. How do I know that you didn't lead this, so, this, 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 this? So while these two are arguing, Sam would like to like get off her horse, and I'm assuming that her horse has been trained to sort of stay standing when she's gotten off it. She's going to lift up her rifle. She's going to like load stuff into the chamber and get ready and tell the doctor to stay there, and she's going to creep forward a bit towards like the nearest bodies and start looking for like animal tracks or um, signs of what might have done this slash okay. see if um, this brings bells from the dream. Do a track for me. So I was trying to decide if that was a six or a nine. That is a 90. 
<laughs> okay, so you're pretty close to the ground, and you're pretty close to this one remaining almost intact body, and he gasps to life, and he grabs a hold of your arm. <gasps> Holy fucking shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I imagine I'd been, given that Sam had stopped me from moving up front, I would have been right behind her as she moved up. Okay. If the man is alive, I will immediately start tending to his wounds. Okay. Uh, medicine check. Right. That's an 83, so I somehow managed to bungle that. <laughs> oh my god. You're so under a lot of pressure, Doctor. Um. <laughs> Alright, so you kind of just start prodding at his stump leg that he's got tourniqueted. And <laughs> it's really clear that he's lost quite a good deal of blood, but he still manages to blanch a bit as you're jabbing about. Careful there! Care- careful! Oh my god. Sam's <sighs> gonna like try and soothe him and be like, what happened? Laughing Jack happened. Killed almost everyone and took the sheriff hostage. I don't I don't remember much, but I wasn't conscious for all of it, but there weren't a single shot fired. They just died. Ripped apart by something. A girl covered in snakes. Oh god, Luke. Matthew. The hands of those hissing fools. I'm so sorry. What kind of girl? I I don't I don't even know if it was Did real she or look if like I just a- she looked like me and like kind of like went to myself. A, a, a bit, I guess, but there were so many snakes, I don't even know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. First, we need to get this guy safe. Try and move him to some place. We, we aren't in the open. And I get off and I um, will try and help. If Sam decides, and the doctor decides it's okay, I'll try and help this guy over it to some place. That's less in the middle of everything. Do I get to try again with the medicine, or was that eighty? Is that eighty-three going to color my entire attempt at saving this man? No, you can try again. All right. Just to go, uh, just to sort of find out the optimal placement of the man, whether we should, act, whether he can actually, you know, sustain moving around, or whether we should actually try to make him relax in, at the spot. That was a seven. Nice. Yay. All right. I so like uh, in, in your professional opinion, it doesn't really matter what you do with him at this point. Uh, he has lost way too much blood. And while he did tourniquet, you're probably going to have to take the entire leg or most of it in order to help, quote unquote, question mark. Yeah. And uh, if this hasn't killed him already, an infection is definitely going to do the job. Cassidy, how far are we out from Escalante? Two days, I think. Uh, and we're two days from Green River, too. Uh, in that case, uh, if Titonka is who seems to be taking charge besides the Doctor, I'll whisper to him that he's not likely to make it through this, so I say we do the best we can to make his last moments good ones. I offer him a drink of water. And he gratefully accepts it, but he can't take too much without coughing it up, so he takes a little bit of a sip and says, Thank thank you, thank you, sir. When did did this happen? Earlier today. Like, in the... Like, early in the morning or something? Yeah, we thought we were sneaking up on him. Right. And he took him, took the sheriff and to go deeper into the valley. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Did you guys manage to get any further into the valley or did you pull up here? No, I, I think we were pretty well stopped here. And he kind of gestures to all of the bits that are lying around. Yeah. Gosh. <clears throat> While they're tending to the doctor, the, sorry, the, is it the deputy, this guy? Mm-hmm. Right. While Takong and um, the doctor are tending to him, Sam's going to get up and sort of start looking for if there's any other weapons that are lying around or extra ammo, um, anything to sort of possibly um, help in case Laughing Jack and this weird snake girl who she's not sure was real because um, there wasn't one in the dream. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, spot hidden for me. 72! <laughs> <laughs> um, the pieces that remain of people are not big enough to hold a gun or a knife or much of anything. Well, shit. I asked the deputy his name. My name is Sean. Sean Mackey. You did a good enough job trying to keep yourself alive, so Thank hang you. in there. It's gonna get better. And I put my hand on his shoulder. Doc's he puts gonna... his hand on top of yours and's like, I don't think I'm much long for this world, sir. But thank you for trying anyway. Yeah. Um, how long have we been here? Sorry. Uh, maybe five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Doesn't feel like five minutes. <laughs> 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 I uh, I kind of say to the doctor, Doctor, do you have anything to dull Sean's pain or put him at ease? Um, you probably do in your medical bag. Yeah. But just uh, in that case, I bring it out. I, I probably have the entire bag open at this point too. Mm-hmm. You've been kind of fishing around to see if there yeah. was anything that you could use. Um, can I just see if there's like just a glance? Can I notice if the body parts have like um are they kind of leading into the valley like are they like kind of strewn towards further inwards or are they just like exploded around this part (laughs) uh they're fairly exploded around this part uh whatever was tearing them and chucking them around was doing it pretty haphazardly and uh i turn around to i turn around and walk up to cassidy on this horse and i'm like okay now, there's a lot of weird shit going on, Cassidy. And I want you to be honest with me. Remember that story I told you about making choices? And how the world comes unmade if we make the wrong ones? Oh, he makes a really uh, obvious and sloppy move for his gun. Oh, jeez. I, um, I grab him and pull him down off the horse. Oh, uh, are you on foot? I am on foot. Okay. Um, that's going to be a strength, and he gets to dodge. Okay. What are you his, doing? His horse gets an opinion on it as well. Um, th- I rolled a 30, which is half as good, because I got a... Okay, his, he rolled a 6 for a dodge, so he, he puts his foot out. He doesn't kick you in the chest, but it's enough that it sets you backwards, and his horse backs away. And he has his gun on you at this point. Sam turns around with her gun and looks at all this really surprised and heads for her horse because she was on foot a second ago. I put my hands up and I say, whatever you had to do with this, it doesn't need to end badly like this. Uh, He quickly pumps the shotgun and fires in the air to get everyone to stop moving. All right, now that's enough. I don't think I'm taking orders from you, sir. 
Who are you taking orders from? Jack, and I look at her horse. If Sean is still in pain, uh, the doctor will not have stopped moving. He will still be tending to Sean. Okay. Uh, Sally's going to be going to say, Mordecai, look, calm down. We all need to get out of here. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. Maybe we could just talk this through quickly and then just get out of here. You do a persuade or a charm to try and get him to calm down. Uh, Can I use a charm roll? Sure. Oh crap, 91. You're still standing right beside him on your horse, right? Yeah. Okay, so he grabs the reins of your horse and Mm -hmm. starts pulling you along, like not behind him, but roughly beside him. Okay, but where are we going? All right, now, you you just toss your weapon. Nobody reach for it until we're gone. Did Sam manage to get onto her horse? Uh, yes. This He's still got his shotgun at the ready, and he's now trying to lead Sally out and away elsewhere into the canyon. Oh, um, Okay. And his gun is pretty close to her face. Not that close enough to grab, but it would not be there anymore. I'm going to assume that the doctor's horse and the doctor and Sean are like the other, do- like, like if she moved towards them, she would be moving away from him. Yeah, that's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah, she's going to do that, but she's going to like, she's not at any point has she dropped her weapon. She's still got it. She's not pointing at him but she's got it out and is ready with it. So she's going to sort of start doing that and just, if his gun's really close to her face, he's going to be like, right, fine. Sure, you do that. I've just got my hands up and I'm trying to persuade him to like calm down. I'm like, come on, Cassidy. You don't need to do this. Whatever Jack is doing, it ain't right. It's not part of the natural order of the world. You know this. Look, for what it's worth, and I, I know that ain't much, I never wanted it to come to this, but Jack didn't give me no other choice. And he escorts Jack the horse and uh, Sally into Goblin Valley and out of sight. Oh my god. Okay, I look around and I'm just looking at Sam and I'm like... Sam, Sam's gonna level her gun on him. <laughs> on Tatanka? Yeah. <laughs> Because he seems to know a lot more of what's going on than he's actually let on. Like, he's been asking weird questions, he keeps asking about dreams. Now something weird is torn people apart, and the sheriff has been talking about a freaking snake girl. I, I just, like, look at her and I go, like, if you're gonna shoot, just shoot. What's going on? I told you. Coincidence. Things didn't add up, and now we know that Cassidy is working for Jack. I've been kind of looking out for things since we left town. Stuff doesn't add up. There's this little girl with snakes, all these weird dreams, and then I kind of look around and I say something horrible. I knew that Jack was, uh, I knew that Sally wasn't telling the truth about her horse. Doesn't add up. Person doesn't know how to ride, has a beautiful horse like that. Owns a knife with a strange symbol. She's gonna lower the gun. Look, we either ride away and pretend like nothing's happened, which I'm not going to do, but you're free to. <laughs> uh, or you can help. Is Sean still lucid? He has been in and out, and his words have descended into gibberish. If he isn't responsive, 
Irving will stand up and dust off his hands and say, no matter what, I am two days out from any nearby town and I am not a particularly good rider. And as far as I can tell, there are, there are people that need my help closer than those towns and they are in the direction that they went. And what are you going to do with a gang of thugs? Well, I have one solution. Whatever I can. You'll get yourself killed is what will happen. I'd get myself killed trying to get to Escalante. He has been riding very poorly, so that's probably not inaccurate. (laughs) How confident would uh, Sam be feeling about being able to make it back to Green River? Um, that's a good question. So... You know how to survive when you need to, so you're not too worried about that. Um, do a quick navigate check for me. Uh, my navigate is 30, so fingers crossed. And that was a 15! You're pretty confident you could get yourself back there and be okay surviving if you make it a pretty quick trip. So if you rode hard back the way we came. I mean, you can totally abandon Sally. That's a choice. Well, the yeah, thing is, is, yeah, the thing is, though, this is a group of people, and look what they've already done to a much larger group of people with much better skills, with rifles and guns and such like. So, you know, <laughs> Sally, Sally, but Sam, Sam. <laughs> I'm not uh, saying I, don't do it. You can totally do it. Yeah, I'm Sam's going to be like, at- what we should do. No, Sam's going to be like, what we should do is write back to Green River and send for help. There's no help. The posse rode out here. This is the posse. We are standing in it. (laughs) Look, Sam, I know I'm asking a lot, but I'm going to go do this regardless, and I have a backup plan, and I open my coat very slowly so that it doesn't seem threatening, and I pull out three sticks of dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) What are you going to do with that? Well... You can't fight something like this, and I point around to like kind of all the body parts strewn over. But I'm pretty sure this could put a dent in them. I mean, we may not be skilled in terms of fighting people, but maybe we can be sneaky, get the drop on them. As far as I'm considered, whatever did this, if that goes down, we may have a chance of at least figuring, at least like kind of getting handsome Jack. We're still three people. I look at the doctor and I'm just like, mm, okay, maybe two people. Sorry, doctor, no offense. Now no, is the perfect time for burning bridges. <laughs> well, I, I really want to ask if he can do a persuade or a charm check on me. He can do because he can do a persuade. My character's not convinced. Yeah, do a persuade. Me, and then, um, Sam, you do a counter power check. Okay, twenty nine. So- what would a counter power check be? Did I just roll um, the same? Yeah, just roll. I rolled a 44, so... He's pretty convincing. He's tugging on your heartstrings. You kind of feel bad leaving Sally to whatever did this. Could I, I, mean, could I also be really concerned about her horse? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I mean, yeah, you can be more concerned about the horse than Sally herself. Fine. Sorry, Sally. <laughs> I'm just looking at her and I'm waving the dynamite around. She looks to the doctor. What say you, doctor? As I've said, there is no going back for me. It is antithetical 
to myself and my profession to leave folks behind when they need my help. I'm with Doc. Okay, so Sam's going to go over to where Sally dropped her revolver and pick it up and check it for ammunitions, if there's any rounds in the chamber. I believe there are. Let me... There should be. I do apparently have. I've got six ammo. Six, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so you have six ammo there. So it's full. The revolver is fully loaded. Just going to look at the doctor and be like, you know how to use a gun? No, not particularly. (laughs) Pull back the trigger, it fires, yeah. Aim? Not quite. <laughs> Can she go over and explain handgun use to him? Sure. You do the basic. I will, I will listen for as long as it takes to raise my skill, if that is possible. <laughs> okay, uh, roll it for me. 49, and my current skill is 20. So Luckily, that is. Um, when doing kind of a, a level up skill check for these kind of things, which we haven't done prior to this unless you did a critical. Um, I have not done a critical le- yet. If you're trying to level up a skill, um, you actually want to get above it because then you're not just learning what you already oh. know. So oh. you did do that. Um, so you can add five to your current for handguns. Nice. So 25. This is awesome because you now know how to use handguns better than I do. Because <laughs> I'm at 20. <laughs> But you have rifles, right? Yeah, you have basic Yeah, my rifle's 50, so... When they're all kind of done and happy, I hand them each a stick of dynamite. Well, and I'll, I say... I'll happily accept the dynamite now that I know about such advanced gun techniques as recoil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dynamite's like, got a hell of a kick. And I'm just like, hey, uh, my plan is... I, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna try and, like, say that we're gonna succeed here, but... If things start going south and you end up like our friend on the ground there, before you go, you take whatever this unnatural thing is with you. At least that's my plan. I didn't ride out here for... I didn't have to go to Escalante, to be honest. I didn't have to like come along with you guys, but I wanted to find that girl. It looks like there's no chance with that. Yeah, so, really think there's a snake girl? I don't think a bear came along and did this, do you? to these many people. Maybe a few bears. She says that, kind of, hopefully. <laughs> it's like, well, bears. You know. we're lucky. We're lucky that bears and dynamite don't mix. So if you see <laughs> bears, feel free to chuck a present their way. Sure. And I think I think it's better. For, I, I asked Sam, like, if she knows more about, like, Riding, it's like, is it better to like go in on foot quietly? Is that better, or is it like taking the horse? Well, wanna... it would depend yeah. how far he goes into the canyon. They've gone on horse, so we should probably go on horse. Okay. But they likely can. Again, I'm not an expert with the firearms. Considering that Cassidy held Sally at gunpoint, I don't think he can ride at speed like that. Yeah. Oh, she's unarmed, so once he's got her alone, he's got her. I think he's taking her to Jack, if I'm not mistaken. There's some there's some bad blood there. Okay. I I'm for taking the horses, but I'm not as good a rider as you, so Can Sam like hitch up a sort of rope thing where she's riding her horse and leading theirs? Sure. Uh rope use. Yes. 
and that was a 38 on a 50. Nice. So you make a really effective knot, but one that if they pull hard enough, like if they need to go really fast, they can just slip out of it by going. So it's a really nice knot. And if anybody else knew knot work, they would be impressed. (laughs) Sam's got all these totally underappreciated skills. (laughs) (laughs) all right well you guys are doing this um he has cassidy has uh led sally in the canyon um you've caught sight of the what have been called goblins which are just little rock formations some are like knee height and they're just rocks stacked on top of each other and then some of them are taller than you are so it's you turn a corner and you come up on this wide valley that has a lot of them like concentrated and Cassidy escorts you safely through it. Okay, is his gun still in my face? Yes. It's kind of behind you now, like he's Uh, hurting you as it were. Alright, okay. I'm gonna stay calm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in so much shit right now. (laughs) Look, I, I promise this ain't personal. Uh, if you know my name's Mordecai, then I assume you found the letter to my mama. Uh, yeah, I did. I did, and I, I, I don't blame you. I mean, it was gonna happen sooner or later. If it wasn't you, it would have been someone else. Uh, well, would that it weren't me in this circumstance. I don't want to be doing this, but I'd do anything for my family. And um, that unfortunately includes leading y'all out this way. How do you know he won't kill you and your family in any case? I don't. I just gotta hope that he leaves at least my mama and my sister. But I'm paying my... I don't even really have a debt. Mm, that is rather unfortunate. Oh well. Yes. <laughs> Say lie. A man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. <laughs> yeah? And he leads you down a pretty winding path and... Soon enough, you come across other people. Um, There are four others here. They're kind of standing outside the mouth of a lengthy tunnel. And they're wearing cloaks with hoods that are oddly... It's an odd sort of leather that you haven't seen before. Okay. So they look weird, basically. Yeah, they definitely don't look normal. They look like people, but they're wearing weird stuff. Um, Hey, Cassidy... uh What's with the weird get-ups? I'm, I'm not actually sure. That's kind of new. Hey, uh, fellers. What what we got going on here? And they all turn around. Can you do a spot hidden for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, 76. Oh. All right, so something is off about them, but you're not immediately sure what that is. What, aside from the way that they're dressed? Aside from the way, yeah, aside from the creepy <laughs> atmosphere and the way they're dressed. Uh, uh, We're late, but luckily we caught some nice morsels of our own. Uh, morsels? Like food? Oh my gosh, I'm having like images of town in my head. <laughs> of the posse in my head. Okay, um... <clears throat> hey, wait a second. That's Jack's horse. I'm going to smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to grin. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grin. And then I'm going to say, so where's Jack? Oh, he's inside. Probably waiting for you. Inside where? Like, where? Where have I been looking? Is it like a cave? Or? They kind of 
hike their head backwards towards the tunnel. Ah, well, you see, uh, I preferred if he came outside. I don't know if prisoners are allowed to make requests, but, uh, you know, it might be your last one. It's a nice day. Uh, there's the horse, and I've packed the, 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 the haunches of the horse. <laughs> uh, roll a luck for me. Oh my gosh. Six. <laughs> um, your unfortunate bond with this horse has worked out in your favor as it kicks backwards into Cassidy's horse, who then loses his mind and starts stomping around and trying to get away, but also trampling some of these people. Oh, that's amazing! Okay, um, I'm you're, gonna have to, you're gonna have to do a ride to stay on, though. I'm going to. <laughs> it has to be a ride. Can I not make a dex check? <laughs> <laughs> Your ride is okay. Uh, 28! Alright, so you're held on to this fucking Bronco, and maybe it's because a couple of days of surly riding with him, but you're kind of used to his behavior at this yeah. point. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So um, then I'm gonna ride away. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Okay. Back in the direction that we came. Like, really fast. <laughs> Alright, uh... Can you roll me a dodge real quick? A dodge? Is that a specific? Is that a yeah, it's specific like half section? of your dexterity. Oh, okay. Oh, f- excuse my language. Forty-five. <laughs> you can say fuck. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Forty-five. I'm gonna get shot on that. Uh, I'm gonna have to apologize to you here, but not too bad. Um, uh, so Cassidy in his surprise managed to critically succeed at shooting you. Oh, wow. Um, That's As you're riding away, he hits you, and the shot goes into your right shoulder, and it does four damage. Oh my god, at least it's only four damage, but how And it was in your right shoulder, so you don't need both lungs, right? (laughs) Yeah, just one. I only need to breathe, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) But you still managed to get out of the way enough that he doesn't uh, decapitate you. Okay. As you ride wildly for the entrance point. And unless you manage to find the doctor who can stop your bleeding, you're going to have a bleed wound. So. Yeah. So I'm going to, like, yeah, I'm going to ride. That's that's my plan. I'm going to ride. You just hear them cursing as the cursing gets quieter. Son of a bitch! Get Jack! (laughs) Sorry, I got him. (laughs) (laughs) oh thank the gods for the horse the rest of you you hear a gunshot from somewhere in the canyon there's a bit of a ruckus but that's all you can really hear at this point are we riding in i was just about to ask you that well there's going to be immediate tracks that she can follow right Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah they would be following the tracks probably I imagine Sam's in front since she's the only one that can ride. <laughs> um, and, and upon hearing the gunshot, she'll she'll pull up and try and tell which direction it came from. All right, track. Chitonka's gonna pull out of his pull out his pistol. That was. A, uh, she got seventy-five on the track, so that's not great. 
Um, the sound is bouncing off the walls in such a way that it makes it kind of difficult to tell exactly where I'm. Wild shit. She's going to keep following the tracks then. Okay. Um, they're obvious enough and recent enough that you're probably fine. Um, you don't need to roll really for it. I don't know if anyone else would notice, but she's like, she's hurrying, but she's not hurry hurrying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's know. got a little mosey in her, but she's not careening out of control. Yeah, they're, they're not like cantering, they're trotting. All right, if, you and, know, that signal. Um, Sam and Sally both roll luck. Luck. Oh no. So uh. my luck was 60 and I rolled 68. Uh, so cool. You're not allowed to use luck but, points on a luck Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't yeah. do that, can you? I could push it though, couldn't I? Um, okay, hang on. I just want to check some. Oh, no, it can't. No, that's not. Um, no, I failed at 96. Ooh, you were close. Close to that. Um, you can push your luck. Uh, and yeah, but it's being... Oh, I was. Um, Sorry, I was answering uh, Sam's 13. question. Yes. <laughs> so you'd have to get, it would be a hard check. So it would be 30 to pass that. And if you don't, you're going to go down the wrong uh, canyon mm-hmm. and miss your target entirely. Okay, so we'll just not push it. <laughs> and continue trotting and it's a bit more in character that Sam is like yeah we're totally hurrying towards the danger yeah Yay. <laughs> so she happy I'm here the, she took the wrong uh, tour guide oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's regretting this <laughs> like if we make out this alive she's never talking to any of you again yeah. <laughs> gosh Watch right. as I shoot your dynamite. Um, <laughs> well, don't give me ideas. <laughs> That's my job in this game <laughs> and in every game. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez, thanks, Jerez. Hey, it serves to make it more exciting. <laughs> All right, so, um, Sally, you have led additionally, yep. and there's I'm a nice trail off. right behind you. So yep. you're going to be down to 5 HP. You've just yep, lost one. Fun. As you finally come across your companions, and as you turn this corner, you almost run over them in your haste. Oh, no. Um, Holy shit. See, she's bleeding, right? Yeah, it's uh-huh. pretty obvious. And Listen, uh, we, need, we need to get out. We need to get away. We need to, to ride. We need to run. There, there's something strange going on here. They've got cloaks, and they've got, they've got hoods, and it's... So what you're saying is we should all Something. go back to Green River, yeah? That's what you're saying? Sam doesn't I, need convincing. I don't know. She's going to be like, yep, 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 let's turn around, let's go, let's go, let's go. And since she's in charge of the other two horses, well, then we'll go. A horse and a donkey. She's, yeah, she's going to be like, let's go. <laughs> can we outrace them with a donkey? Donkeys can run fast, yeah. So uh-huh. Yeah, when that donkey is uh, motivated, you get the impression he can cruise. <laughs> yeah. oh, then I guess we ride away. And I'm, I'm, I'm like so frantic. I'm not even trying to my arm or anything. I'm just like letting myself bleed all over the place. Um, I ask, uh, can I like ask one of them for their dynamite stick? Sam will happily hand over. So will the, <laughs> so will Irving. Irving had no idea <laughs> to use an explosive. He I'm is like, a doctor. you guys, you guys go. I'll buy some time. 
and uh, I will still ride oh behind them, gosh. but I will kind of like keep a match and like the dynamite ready to throw at anyone I see coming up behind us. Well, if you're on the donkey at the back. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the donkey at the back. <laughs> do you do this openly or hide, disguise it in any way? Like the throwing of the dynamite or the... Yeah, the, the intent to cause, I don't know, rock slides. Yeah, I'm not thinking about rock slides. I'm just thinking about whatever's coming. Somebody he wants to blow it up. Yeah. All right. Like my my thing is just I'm gonna roll it. I'm gonna light the fuse and I'm gonna roll it in their way and hope it explodes. Right. <laughs> Sam is gonna try and make the horses go faster if this appears to be his plan. <laughs> All right. And Come on, guys. Okay. okay. Uh, I will have detached myself from the tether or whatever. That's my rope. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Manual um, handle. And that's an eleven. Yeah, you're super convincing for these animals, but they didn't really <laughs> need that much prodding to begin with. Um, they're starting to sense a lot of frenzy going on. They're also not super wild that somebody's bleeding right next to them. They can smell that and it's making them uncomfortable. So they're all kind of booking it in the direction that you want them to go. I'm glad I helped. We're doing the um, the the best thing to do is that, see, when your horse starts running away, you just start pretending it was your idea. And eventually the horse goes, yes, yes, this is good. Let's keep doing this. <laughs> uh. So I'm going to be like turned around looking kind of backwards, seeing if anyone's coming. Do I have to do a spot hidden or something like that? Or? Uh, sure. Like, what would I have to do? How hard would it be for me to like gauge the distance and light the dynamite and throw it behind? If you're waiting until you actually see them, then mm-hmm. it would just be an intelligence check. If you're trying to like spot them before they get too close, then it'll be a spot hidden. Okay, uh, I will do this. I'll do the spot hidden. Okay. And I will basically be sort of keeping half pace with everyone else, but like just like looking behind me as I go along. And if I see them, I'm going to like like a really quick like five second fuse or something and just chuck it behind me. Like okay. straight down the straight down the valley. Sure. Um, I'll roll my spot hidden. And that is a 16. Very nice. So you don't initially see anybody coming. Um, You hear kind of a weird slithery sound. And the first shot of real motion that you see is what seems to be a very large snake climbing up the canyon wall behind you. But it's attached to another snake and another snake and another snake. And soon the canyon wall is just writhing with snakes that all seem to be attached to one another. Yeah, when you said another snake, I threw the dynamite. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. And I am throwing it at the canyon wall just to like make it like crumble. I want this place to be known as a plane now. (laughs) All right. Um, You're going to have to do a throw. Okay. Is that a skill? It is indeed. Oh, God, I'm good at shooting, but I'm really shit at throwing things. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Please be low enough so I can use luck. I rolled a 31. I have a 20. I will use nine points of luck to make this a success. All right. So you managed to throw it without blowing yourself up, which is great, at least for you. 
And now you're going to have to do a dex to get out of the way of the blast. Okay. Um, dex to get out of the way. Does my horse have to, or my donkey have to do the dex too? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, I rolled an eight. Oh, that's so funny, because I also just rolled an eight. So you donkey and, and I are attuned. <laughs> <laughs> you are perfectly in sync. I, sh- I shout, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes in the motherfucking valley. And- <laughs> there aren't even any goblins in Goblin Valley. <laughs> They're all snakes. They're all snakes and rocks. This was a ripoff. I want my money back. Um, okay, so you and your, your donkey take off just before the blast goes off. And as you're turning the corner and right before the big explosion, around the corner you see this gigantic rattlesnake that is attached to all the other snakes that are slithering. So they're more like tentacles. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she hisses at you and it's a sound that's so deep that it feels like sandpaper on the inside of your skull. And the explosion goes off and you're really happy about that because you now have to lose 2d10 plus 2 sanity for seeing this monster. 2d10 plus... So that's uh, 15 plus 2, 17 sanity. Ha ha ha! Okay, so you feel very much like these canyon walls are crushing down in on you, but you're riding at a breakneck pace to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And you overtake your friends and you keep going. I'm like, snakes! As I go past. <laughs> How yeah, much dynamite did you throw? I threw two sticks. Okay. Basically, I threw one that was lit and one that wasn't, assuming well, that the other one would be a chain reaction. It did a, a pretty catastrophic boom. Um, and you, you see the canyon behind you collapse. You don't see anything coming from it, but you're also riding for your life. Mm-hmm. I don't care at this point. As far as I'm <laughs> concerned, they're dead. Um. What about the rest of you? You see, the, you see your friend on his donkey overtake you and just keep going. I'm a book it. Yeah. I don't want to be anywhere yeah. near here. Sam is going to help the doctor to continue to book it. All right. So you got as far as you could, as fast as you could, all the way to Tucson. But her influence remains. Snakes are thriving, flocking to the canyon to worship. Her cult grows and spreads until the army is finally sent to set up a barricade that blocks off most of southwestern Utah and some of Arizona. They fight the scourge with fire and explosives, but they can't guard every inch of the wall forever. Especially not when you've been having such lovely dreams about her, and the urge to help her is so great. Oh my god. You let the world descend into chaos! Yay! Yay! (laughs) survived! (laughs) But you survived! (laughs) Miraculously! Because we ran away! (laughs) Yay! Guys, we ran away! Run away! Sunny ran, ran, ran away. <laughs> I got to use my dynamite somehow. Should have used three sticks. That would have killed her. Yeah. <laughs> oh or at least made her very mad. We hope you enjoyed this anniversary special as much as we enjoyed making it. If anyone deserves extra gratitude, it's the Penance RPG team. Without them and the fantastically fun Halloween special they put together in 2018 we wouldn't have been inspired to do this project. 
please show them some love by heading to their channel on your favorite podcatcher. Follow them on Twitter, leave them a review, anything to help us say thanks. Need some more info about them? We've got you covered. Welcome, listeners, to the Underdark. Many have attempted to tell you the tales of what lurks down here, amidst the slime and the taint. But for all those who claim to have gotten out of the abyss, they haven't seen anything yet. Penance RPG proudly brings to you their second D&D 5th edition adaptation, Abyss. The tale begins March 2019. Find out more at Penance RPG. We have such sights to show you.